Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Gaz, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Now? Should I should we go now, Gas? Should we go yeah. now? Yeah. Yes! Oh! <laughs> oh, I got a I got a DM. Hold on. Is it Jason Shrine? <laughs> How's everybody doing? It's a, it's Sunday XC. I'm here with my good friend, an excellent co-host at, and gas. As I say, Cold Eastwood and gas. Yeah. Like, and gas. And, 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 and gas made it. How's everybody doing today? You know, welcome over 100 people here checking us out. It is the XNC Podcast. This is an industry informational gaming related Xbox Entry Podcast with my co host from Game On Daily. Gaz, how are you doing, buddy? It's not as late as usual. I want to do something early since tomorrow Yo, here in the US, it's 4th of July. I think you're mic not on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Oh, gosh. <laughs> is that better? That's much better. Wow. Okay. Jeez. That's like it's gonna stay close Come to it. On. Yeah. Oh, it's turned. That's why. <laughs> there we go. Is that better? I thought I thought it was the mic, but something was wrong with it. But yeah. oh no, 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 no. Thank you for uh, you know, Gaz will be our technical support for today. If you need any help with your computer, just message Gaz at five five five. Just keep hitting the button <laughs> five and you'll get through. And that'll be Gaz. No, thank you. Uh, um I, I was actually gonna say I I feel I have it's been a couple of weeks. Before I say, Gaz, how are you doing? It's been a couple of weeks mm. since I've made content. I didn't do the podcast. We didn't do it last week. So my mic sat over there. Who knows what happened to it? It was crazy. You know, it wasn't in, in use. But thank you, Gaz. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. The Sunday show. This is a bit of a weird one. But I like it. I'm all more energy now that it's in non-vampire times. But I'm ready to get into it. What are you going to do today? What are you going to talk about today, Cole? Because we, we got... had a struggle on Go Live yesterday, but we still, there's still some stuff to talk about. But I have no idea. By the way, chat, he never tells me what the topics are. We just come in fresh, literally fresh off the boat. Here we are. Yeah, it's, it's good that way, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, you would think there wasn't a lot to talk about, but there is a lot to cover today. And especially since you put out an excellent video. 
yeah. an excellent video about you know things are rough. We'll we'll get we'll cover that. But you know if you're uh, if you think you'll have a good time, if you think the Gaz and I couldn't provide a good show, it, it should be fairly short today. But uh, hit the like button to show your support. We're also on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And I, you know, Gaz, I really do feel like I, I like I got to break the rust off. It's it's really strange. Uh, a little bit nervous, but. What? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I do feel a little, it just does feel strange. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm talking to myself in here. Just, just, it's just Gaz and I having a conversation. We do have a lot to talk about. I'll give you kind of a rundown. Uh, we're going to talk yeah. about what's going on with, with Xbox and some stuff related to Starfield. Uh, Phil Spencer speaking up about what's going on and what's going on with some of the Xbox game. I want to keep it kind of vague because it's, it's really, really a pretty cool list of stuff to talk about. And okay. I, and since it's a Sunday, if you're in the U.S., 4th of July is tomorrow. That's a U.S. holiday, and everyone's going to be busy. We'll all be busy. So I thought, hey, guys, let's just do a short show on a Sunday afternoon. We won't keep you up super late. And we'll also, um, next week, if available, I think gas should be available, we're going to do the show a couple hours early next week. I have somebody coming by to check out the show and be on with us. And I'll, I'll talk about that as we get closer and get all the details ironed out, but I'm super happy. Let me do a quick shout out to the channel veterans and, and patrons members and people who supported the show and the podcast. It means so much that when I read your name, it really means a lot that I do read your name for, for me anyway. I hope it means the same for you. But we've got Raiden Blade, Ricky Fallon, Zenner White, Poochie, Wolf Assassin, DeBlue, Devario 2 Gaming, Fault Lines, Wreak Havocs, Fox Storytelling, Rodney Coots, Gaz, Dark CMF, uh, Betamax, Dante Moody, Alex Wilson, Lord Starkiller, Robert Jackson, Gamer McFly, Assassin Lupa. I hope she's doing really well. They've been reaching out and talking about how she's been going through some troubles at home with uh, her health. And hopefully, I mean, I... If I know Lupa, she's going to be back, but, you know, give your yeah, special wishes really. out to her. Yeah. Yes, yes, for sure. Nana Polymyth, Hargit Chani, good friend. All these people are really good friends. I say it's every mm-hmm. week, but they really are. We talk to these people as much as possible because they're so fun. TK Chillin, Larry Thatcher, Dubs, V Simcoe, Suicide King, Udonia Quezada, one of my great mods, Phil, KY Bob, William Lanza, and Matt Burns. So, yeah, Kaz, thank you for letting me take care of the of the business and whatnot and essentials and what have you. So, uh, how, yeah, it, <laughs> let's get in, let's get into some gaming talk, right? Yeah, um, um, let's do it. Well, let me ask you what, what have you been playing? Cause I know you and I have been bouncing around in some very interesting games. Like if I'm about to ask you what to play, you kind of might, might have an interesting story or two. Uh, well, I mean, I'm all over the place thanks to Quick Resume. So I played mm-hmm. Four Guys for the first time. It was hilarious. Played it with Dealer and uh, Zorka. That was hilarious. I was terrible at the game. Terrible at the game. I uh, played that. I played earlier. Actually, actually, I have to give a shout out to a game I thought was pretty crap. It was um, Call of Duty Vanguard. But the zombies mode in that, I've been playing that with Dealer. And that's actually a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out, do I never like zombies. Never like zombies mode. Always more of an Infinity Ward versus Treyarch fan. And I just thought it was a bit weak. No, this one's actually a lot of fun. Um, I'm very surprised by how this is. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I've been playing also Death's Door. Finally got to play that. Need to beat beat the witch, beat the other. Uh, I want spoilers actually, Frog. But the final. Not, I don't know. I don't know what the story is. I'm playing Death's Door. That I, there's so many. Ga- you know what? I want to play Guardians of the Galaxy. I want to finish Red Dead Redemption Two. Man, what's wrong with me? Cyberpunk. I went far on MPC. I'm playing back on Xbox. I'll be playing. Yeah, quick resume is a problem because I have ADHD and I can't 
focus on one game. But it's amazing. I can't go back to... In fact, I've stopped playing Apex Legends because of it. Because I just... Just blew up X. I'm just, I don't know. As you get older, I like I love PC gaming. I love mostly multiplayer, but I'm trying. I'm changing things up. Hunt Showdown. Oh, I need to get back on that as well. Oh my gosh, but, you've been playing a crap ton of stuff. Yeah, I had five or six games in quick resume that I've been bouncing back and forth. Um, one of the games we're going to talk about briefly today in relation is I, I got you to try a little bit of No Man's Sky, and I'm going to show a little bit of that footage today when we talk about Starfield, but. Um, it's been really people just I mean, I guess if you're all here listening to the show and thank you for doing that. If you are, you know about quick resume. So I guess you're preaching to the choir, but you just come back to a game and it's right where you left it, like in the pause menu and yeah, multiple huh? games. It's unbelievable. They need to yeah. fix things with games that need to continually connect to a server, whether they're single player or not, which is yeah. annoying. But uh that, that is a problem, but yeah, it's a good problem. And you're right, E2. I need to just just avoid playing too many games and just stick to three finish those three and it is it's annoying so i need to do that feel like i'm not getting anywhere um but yeah but there's a lot of good games there there's a lot of good games there not triple a first party games but a lot of good games well not new ones this way you guys said something on your show yesterday it feels weird to say yesterday uh when i'm on my show but yesterday you did go live and you had erica on and you had uh uh quest on yeah yeah well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Josh on. And you guys talked about big open world games. And I wanted to ask in the chat, so maybe I'll ask this chat and you, um, what is what are the chances that the open world action adventure game, like Ubisoft style game, is going to become so passe and so out of style that, like, why chase it anymore? Like, you know how Xbox is, like everyone's saying, Xbox needs a big open mm. world game. Mm. how long do you have left before this formula is already tired because josh was explaining that horizon forbidden west just like i already did this already and i felt the same way i put like five hours in the game i don't even think i'm going back and i completed the other one to like all the way through so i hope we see the end of that i see the death of that ubisoft formula of games because last gen and in some of it this gen it led to a lot of, in my opinion, lazy design in terms of core gaming structure. It wasn't fluid enough. It was just hit you. It's basically a listing exercise, and that's what you had to contend with. And it became even Forza Horizon. Although Forza Horizon is just so many events, it's amazing. Actually, races mm-hmm. don't do do it like that. But even the next Forza, I'd like them to think outside the box a little bit, not make it look like a list exercise. So I hope they they that developers are starting to eke out this or move away from that kind of formula. I hope we see the end of it. And you can see critically when you're developing a game as game devs, you will see that a lot of uh, critics are starting to bemoan the use of, you know, old games of that formula. Uh, So I hope Mm -hmm. we saw that. I saw that very early on and like early last gen is like, this is becoming really formulaic. Um, And I know there's an audience out there that will probably like that kind of game. I think, um, Fonz really likes that. Fonz really likes that kind of game. And that's I, I do of, too. Well, I mean, I'm yeah, sure we all yeah. have our favorite, uh, like when you're talking about Ghost of Tsushima, how it copied mm. Assassin's Creed, but it did Assassin's Creed better than some of their games. And you just think about how, uh, when I think back on how games mm. have evolved, like the different 
genres that are super popular like point and click used to be super super popular then yeah. the really you know the real the doom wolfenstein first person shooters were super popular and then that kind of went away then then the open world game became a thing during the 360 ps3 era. it's just something to think about um i just that's a good question at, it's a good question well, and Xbox Ghost of is, is a good example because it doesn't make you feel like it maybe it, perhaps that's why a game can that can perhaps conceal the listing nature of it better is what you know because ultimately that's what yeah. games are yeah. i mean that's that i loved ghost of Tsushima, and i think i played horizon forbidden or horizon zero dawn a year before that i i mm-hmm. played it kind of late i got to it like a year after it came out and so i wasn't i didn't feel that fatigue but once i got to forbidden west but regarding xbox they don't really have one of those open world check off list games in their trajectory they don't like, need to they don't need to maybe do they don't that. need to like they, when we, people we say they know. want a superhero string you know single in terms of like if you compare like competitively um xbox would would do well to have a single player linear game even uh like yes. Hellblade, but more of that Fine. Open world game that could be good is a superhero game to counter the likes of Spider Man and presumably Wolverine. Uh, What about Perfect Dark being like a mostly linear, big, you know, city of Egypt, right? Uh, Yeah. How was it described? It was described like a uh, John Wick style. uh, What was the other word? Perfect Dark. Perfect, uh, not Perfect Dark. Zero Dark 30. Like it's got a zero dark 30 for those of you who watched the movie where it's like very GoPro uh, centric the way it shows the game or the movie. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's, these are just different things. And I'd hate to see a company chase trends that are long in the tooth. Let me move forward with that. Yeah. Cause that's super crazy. Here is an interesting, uh, let me grab a couple supers. I'm going to go into, I'm going to read the, the, the topic shorthand to you guys, and I'm going to see if you can take it from there. But Bone Dead Fossil 48, thank you for the $2 super. He says, let's go. And we did. We're two minutes late. Thank you for <laughs> putting up with us. Uh, as we as we sit here, everyone, Gaz has been working up to the moment we went live on his next video. So we're going to talk about that toward the end of the show and maybe Hell a little yeah. bit in the middle when we get into the related stuff. I'm excited about that. Uh, Web Day from the Outbreak Podcast says that the interview I did with him will drop on the 4th of July. So that's tomorrow. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I had a really good time. He, if I don't know if you're into this stuff, but he asked me a lot of personal questions about where I've worked, what jobs I've held, and how I got into gaming and YouTube. And there's some weird stories that are kind of, there's a couple of embarrassing ones in there. So give that a <laughs> listen if you're, uh, you know, chilling. Uh, Check out Outbreak before- out Podcast, guys. Great guy. Yeah, very great. Thank you, guys. Uh, hey, Blinken, which is a great name when I say it out loud. Thank you so much for the $10. He says, Colt, make sure you call it Independence Day with gas. Don't call it the 4th of July. <laughs> I know what 4th of July is. Um, I spent it in America for you uh, two, three, just before COVID uh, in Vegas. God, you got Americans oh, are the party. You couldn't be any oh. more American than that. Oh, it was insane. Please. Next year, I'm coming to America. Independence Day, Vegas, I'm there. Any three, all in one oh, shot. Yeah. All right. Here's the here's the here's the first topic of the day. Uh, you beautiful people watching the X and C podcast. Thank you, everybody who's here. Well, we got 500 people here watching the show. Shout out to the chat and everybody. I'm going to start Gaz off with our first topic, which is Digital Foundry. I love your faces you make. Uh, <laughs> Digital Foundry says Xbox better. Do you know what kind of what the buzz has been going on this one? 
guys? Yeah, um, I saw this. Um, uh, Dealer also retweeted this earlier, and basically, it's about. Um, I think was it not John Lennon? Which which is the yes. guy? Who's the guy? Yes. Who's the, John Lennon, the PlayStation yeah. fan. Um, um, no, he's been getting pressure from a lot of the community, and um, you know, it's just like, and it feels. I mean, they report hard numbers. I do think John Lineman is a PlayStation guy. I, just like he has said things before, and he, he's a numbers guy. He's got preference for PlayStation. It feels like because they deal with these hard numbers objectivity, that preference then just gets weaponized or enhanced a bit too much in conversation. Um, yeah, I mean, to but... be fair, John is a retro. He cares way more about retro games or retro-leaning games, even if they're uh, modern, than he does about PlayStation. But to his no, credit, well, well, let me I set mean, up to his, to his credit. Yeah, to his credit, Xbox was having a really rough few years. Yeah. Right? But go ahead. He's go a ahead. B- no, he's a no, he's not a pony. Uh, <laughs> no, he, so John Linneman, I love I love the Digital Foundry crew, all of them, and yeah. people. Yeah. All John is DMs. super talented, like his all production. Yeah, yeah, they're all really talented. And basically, what happened was they he compared he just got had to announce or display the fact that you know more Xbox games have actually won the comparisons as the ones that he's done for the channel mm-hmm. on digital foundry as far as technical prowess of the two consoles are concerned quite a few draws and obviously some losses um but you know which is okay interesting i saw a lot of xbox guys celebrate that as he would in the whole console war thing but right to me to me and you guys are going to hate me for this but to me i don't think um that's a massive win because the divide should be much bigger um and you know once these I, mean, I think we're starting to see that now xbox and the, the the tools have become a bit of a meme but if that's to be believed and i don't know anymore but the raw power it should definitely be better it, there's no reason why xbox should be left behind or as close as it is to playstation at the moment that yeah divide is going to get bigger as you as time goes on but yeah so john Lineman had to feel compelled because of console wars and you know what they he says he doesn't like console wars. I'm sure they don't, but at the same time, Digital Foundry 100,000 percent benefits massively from the console wars. They wouldn't change it, they would not change it for anything yeah. because that's what pays their bills. Let's be honest. But I love those guys, and it'll be interesting to see how. By the way, because me, and my, my brother's a bit of a pony, me and him have arguments all the time. <laughs> I know. I can know. imagine Xbox versus PlayStation all the time. But well, I was arguing with him, and I was uh, th- there was a point to be made. I was saying, "Okay, name me one." It's so sad to say this. Name me one multiplayer. Wait, this is a real wait. This is a real life argument with your brother, like in the Bro, house. It went like not on Twitter. Two hours. It went for two hours and just stopped. It was like it was a the uh, <laughs> the point. Basically, I asked him this. It's like name how many multi true next gen fully next gen multi-platform games are there now zero oh nice nice question the zero it was just kind of crazy though we're two years in. i mean is zero. that true i would think what? like there's got to be hardly the any what name me one true next gen multi-platform game that's available on both consoles oh, multi-platform shoot like that you can yeah. compare the I mean, xbox to playstation to 
I guess, uh, uh, chat, help us out here. Think about you know all the, all the, I mean, there might be some small game, but let's keep it to the mainstream, like well-known popular, maybe even big. Like I'm sure there's some small game that missed Xbox one and PS4 due to development issues or development restraints or, you know, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gaz, your question is what multi-plat has come out that is Xbox series or PS5 only? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Next gen only? Yeah, next gen only game, not cross gen. That and Swindiver says Alan Wake, but I would, I'll just move the goalposts again and say let's skip the remasters or the remakes because those, uh, you know what I mean? Like you got to, because the whole argument's always about built from the ground up to like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's nothing. There's the nothing there really. The medium, medium, yeah, I guess the medium's a multi-plat now. Yeah, I mean, there really isn't Is any. I, don't know. I mean, there's a couple exclusives that were made exclusively for just the new console, like Returnal in the so, chat, uh, and Dark Souls, which is a remake. Uh, oops, not Demon Souls, sorry. I mean, it really comes down... Yeah, Flight Sim is one. I mean, uh, I'm talking it, to multi-plats. There's only one, apart from the medium, and I don't know which which console fares better there. I, and Reggie Lee's in the chat saying it, that there's probably some coming, like Gotham Knights will be one of the first. Oh, of course. So I think yeah. you're right. Like, all in all, probably... Now, there's a game coming out. As the, as of now, the only Isn't example this normal, I can see though? is medium. Chat, yes. Guys, yeah. is this yeah. normal? This is normal. Like, the first couple of years, you don't see a lot of, like, mind-blowing reveals. Generally, yeah. there is a crossover period. Like, if you go back to last gen, but the, you still had true next gen games coming very quick. The silicon shortage has made things a lot worse, a yeah. lot worse. And I, to the point where I can't even see, there was always, even last gen, a tipping point where you said, okay, enough 360, enough PlayStation 3. We're not seeing that this gen because I don't know when that uh, finishing line is going to be. It's going to be a transition that's going to be stretched out. And I will say this, PlayStation Ooh. is suffering madly with the stock shortage. They're getting killed in Japan. In Japan. PlayStation's getting killed so bad in Japan. What does that mean for games like Spider-Man 2 or God of War? Spider-Man 2 is supposed to be a PS5 exclusive. Is PlayStation Can I throw really... a wrench in there? Yeah. Is Spider-Man 2 going to take place in the same city we already played in in two games? <laughs> Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. But we saw some of the um the they showed a CGI-ish cutscene thing. Like you can glean the location from that chat if you kind of know. But mm. ultimately it's gonna be very close. I'm not saying it's gonna deride the quality of it, but very close uh sequel. Because that's what they're doing. They did that with Horizon, they'll do that with Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2 will do that. God of War is going to do that as well. They they built these engines, they're gonna try and churn out these games as best they can. And I don't uh, think COVID is a reason. I'm not even going to use the word, word excuse. I don't think COVID is a reason why uh, next generation games haven't come out yet because those games are in development for four or five years. Like yeah. you'd be talking about being oh, well over halfway through your development. Oh, Mike arm before, <laughs> um, <laughs> before trying to keep my composure on the air. Uh, those games would be well in development and planned and, targeted for hardware long before covid became a problem but the delays definitely but uh yeah, it's, it's, it, a, it's it, a, it is interesting unfortunate symptom it's, it's it's happening everywhere and i i really hate it because when i buy a next gen console and i play next gen games um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and i haven't been able to really do that let's be honest uh pop a playstation uh but yeah just a bit lame we, we kind of went off the rails, but 
I, I don't know if there's much more. No, I, I'm. I think we we all do this together. The, yeah, the whole two of us uh, Xbox... with ADHD is a bad idea. We always when, need when a you... third. <laughs> we need a mediator with two ADHD guys in here. That's yeah. Well, we'll change it to the ADHD podcast. So shout out to people who. Uh, shout out to any of you that deal with uh, something like ADD, but. Um, Having a phone is like a total poison for not oh, having a good attention my- span. Yeah, <laughs> that is so, the, that's the worst. That's the worst. Hey, but you know what? I, I think we've persevered. Those of you who deal with uh, different difficulties, hey, we've made it this far, and uh, yeah. give yourself a pat on the back. But the whole thing about the um, about Digital Foundry saying that the Xbox is performing better, and you were talking about the tools. The tools aren't even being used. Dealer covered that really well in his tweet. He said that. They're not even using any of the RDNA 2 architecture, not using any of the advanced features. And it's strictly right now you're seeing what should be expected is the physics-based part. You've you got this frequency, you've got this many this many gigahertz or whatever, and this is why the games run a little bit better on well, the Xbox. Look at look at Forza Motorsport, the new one. It's, it's doing things leagues ahead of its competition. You know, Gran Turismo 7 is a cross-gen game, whatever, but... It, it's doing it so well that even Alex Patani from Digital Foundry had to go in and ask and say, hey, how is Xbox doing this? How is Xbox doing real-time ray tracing like this and to such proficiency? Um, can you and- can you fix Fahim Scott's comment? He said, it's funny how you all love Digital Foundry again. I've what? always liked Digital Foundry. Always. Always. Fahim, <laughs> and when... Do you see me deride Digital Foundry? In fact, actually, I will do it now. I will call out Digital Foundry on one thing. Alex Battaglia said that, and I agree, actually agree with him. And we were uh, about to. We were about to, guess. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. If you ever think... Whatever. <laughs> Alex Battaglia said that Forza Motorsport was misleading in far as they have two sets of trailers. You have the gameplay running through the single cam and they showed off all that stuff. And then there was this sizzle reel and they they came out and said, hey, this is a sizzle reel that's not in in-game um, running through. Yeah. And he took issue with just the fact that the trailer did say in-game footage and he said that was a bit misleading. And obviously the PlayStation fanboys ran with that. Um, and I want to say, yo, Alex, everyone at Digital Foundry, where was that energy with Gran Turismo 7? Because they showed off that game. Same thing with ray tracing on. The game doesn't even have ray tracing in in race. And ray tracing, I think, is relegated to 30 frames. What? No. So, like, no one does it better than them. Forgive me if my knowledge is lacking as far as technical. I will bow down to their technical knowledge. But uh, there's that. To, to be said also so, what the, why what are you, you da- why are you doubting turn 10 you already watched them showcase forza motorsport 7 on a 1x they claimed native 4k 60 they were incredulous of that back then they delivered it on an xbox one x and now they're saying we're going to strive for 4k 60 with ray tracing well we know yeah. that they're going to dynamic dynamically scale the resolution but you're still going to get reflective services a mm. dynamic 4k frame buffer and 60 frames like why would you think turn 10 couldn't make it happen? They already know what's inside the Xbox series X. And yeah. like, as uh, <laughs> like, you know, you guys love digital foundry. It's like, yeah, I really like them. And I, I, I should have said earlier, I really like Alex Battaglia. I, in fact, I trust between their, Battaglia, their numbers. I trust. Yes, their I do too. Between I never Lineman, doubt their analysis. Between. Lineman, I, may, I may have some comments about their comments or their interpretation sure. 
off the numbers because you know fine you know the that then they bring the non-objective element to it and perhaps talk about other things but yeah as far as the I've numbers always, go yeah yeah anyway. i've always liked Lineman, like liniment Trash, like yeah. throwing shade at digital foundry well obviously that guy doesn't know what he's talking about but generally just like sony shouldn't be no, underestimated they like they didn't they didn't deliver with they didn't deliver with Gran Turismo 7. They they have this killer PS5 hardware and they gave you a PS4 they gave you the uh Gran Turismo Sport 2.0. It's basically what it is. That's why I didn't it buy it. It's, I mean, it's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Gran Turismo 7, whenever Gran Turismo game before Sport came out, um people took paid attention because visually it was always a stunner. It's like Gran Turismo will come out and it's going to blow us away. It did not even do that in its launch no. trailer. Everyone's like, oh, okay. Um, it looks nice, I guess. But Forza Horizon 5 did it to the point where PlayStation fanboys thought it was fake footage. Forza Motorsport did it all over again. And they did it quite comprehensively with the showing. And that made everyone ask, how is it possible? Alex Vitalia asked that question. Yeah. And the interesting part is we're finally seeing variable rate shading possibly being employed in this because that's how he says that the res is taking a hit it's dynamic and multiple great thank you please no i don't care mm -hmm. about native 4k anymore like that thing has been sold to us so much as a symptom of last gen mid-gen consoles get rid of that get us all these features more rate less well ray tracing is great i and uh, yeah. mm. employ that somewhere yeah. else i'd rather yeah the, i know what you're thinking it's like not ray tracing don't Kill performance for ray tracing. I I think, and I'll agree with you there. I but yeah. Cole's well, I mean, like he's had... going to his hate his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Cole looking like a snack. <laughs> um, it, it, you know what's crummy, Gaz? Like, Polyphonies makes the first next generation racer on the PS5, and the PS5 yeah. is super super powerful in the way that it was designed. It's doing really amazing stuff for how those frequencies mm -hmm. are and the power set up in the ps5 and they still and not in my opinion in everyone's opinion in in the whole of uh, the, the majority of the internet thinks that gran turismo 7 does not look like a next generation racer and it definitely doesn't seem yet. to act like one so yeah i see a lot of fanboys on the twitter going overtime really straining them to say hey look at the lighting look at this it's like everyone's thinking yeah that doesn't look that good well but you know okay i, I, I don't want to turn crap on polyphony digital there by the way but <laughs> right. they need they were there taking notes and forza motorsport 2 was coming out they need well, to sit turn back 10's on the been board. taking their lunch for a decade and, but, yeah and one of the things that that Gran Turismo Sport did way better than Forza Motorsport in visual department was the was the glowing volumetric light that 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 kind of hazed across the cars that I always thought made it look so sweet. But yeah. Forza Horizon Five and and Forza Motorsport are doing this now, um, but they did it five years ago. So kudos to them, and we'll move on. Gas mm -hmm. Xbox better. Am I right? Am I right? Huh? Yeah. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. maybe not. Hey, we love you guys. Biff Rinaldi with a two dollar super. Thank you, Biff. Says, evening, gentlemen. Gonna be a great show. <laughs> you have to do the. Uh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Gaz, Gaz called me uh, right before the show, and he got he was on his mic with the effects, and he played. He he did a live rendition of what's going to be in his sauce video. We'll talk toward the end of the show. Hello. Oh, I can't wait. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's but... all I'll say. It's, it's a messy one. It was messy. Phil Spencer, if you're watching this, just 
Don't judge me. <laughs> but it's going to be really bad. It's well, really we bad. We'll cover it. We, uh, really good. It's, but it's really it's good. Very risky. But really bad. It's comedy. Flame with a five dollar. <laughs> Thank you, Flame. Says okay. It was cute at first. Well, let's stop saying Gotham Knights is next gen. It's a PS3, Xbox 360 title. Let's keep it real. Also, hi Colt and happy fourth, guys. Um, he's mm. kind of right in the sense yeah. that it doesn't scream next gen, but I respect the developers for taking the risk and going all in next gen. The burden is on them to show what they said is like. We don't oh want to be yeah, that's right. By last gen. Yeah, they don't Thank want to be hindered by last gen gameplay. Yeah, but last gen hardware but then it's like all right what is it that gotham knights is doing that wasn't possible last gen for it, you to forsake it, it works for you it to works forsake the other way that around. market by the way yeah like, yeah I, I mean that's money that's money at stake especially on the playstation side where they can't get a hold of a next generation console thank you flame for that because i forgot uh i didn't think about when you when i read that that they cut off the xbox one and ps4 generation which is losing money but saving them some development time so yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming they think it's worth it yeah um that's you know it's it's a bold move if look i respect them because i'm so sick of uh cross-gen but the funny thing is the game that seems to be leading the charge and multiplayer isn't actually that visually next it doesn't scream next gen at all really to me it's a, a barring some visual effects here and there. Um, and that's not an easy decision for them to make because ultimately we've been told back time and time again, the audience is in cross-gen at the moment because of the silicon shortage and no one's getting their hands on next-gen consoles. But if they're doing that... The I don't know. I, don't know. I just don't think it works that way. I think you get so far into a game and you're like, let's just deliver a great game and who cares if it breaks ground? Oh my gosh, it just made my glasses worse. Who cares um, if it breaks <laughs> if it breaks ground like with technology, right? We we need yeah. to like Gotham Knights needs to be a good fun game and people looking yeah. at it, I don't think where they're so much worried about you know, who cares. I don't think they're so yeah. much worried about if the game is completely next gen or blow their face off with next gen features. Yeah. Like the game it just doesn't look amazing. Is that am I right? It doesn't. It also looks rough in bits uh, as well. But I actually think, in terms of gameplay, the the game could be for a lot of fun in co op. Um, but it doesn't scream like if I if I if you're gonna ask me based on very what we've seen so far, I'd say it would be uh, eighty two Metacritic. Um, That's pretty cool. generous. I mean, I hope I enjoy it uh, when I'm playing an amazing like. Matt. Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't right. a next generation game; it's just a really good game, and really, that's all you should I need care to play about. That. I want to really you do that. need to play it because then um, I go party chat that you can't play anyway. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the here's the next little tidbit I had to ask. Lat add add last minute. Um, the Xbox handhold. The handheld. There is a there is a mm. whole big mess about people swearing that an Xbox handheld is on the way. Some people yeah. saying that it's not possible. Others saying we don't need it. There's actually a big strong divide, guys. Lead us into what's need. going on with. Don't need um, anything in the gaming space of need, uh, but um, it seems like there's a lot of noise there. I don't know where it's coming from, but an Xbox handheld seems to be making its way. It would make sense. I'm sure Microsoft would want to do it. It well, feels probably. weird though. It feels at odds with their drive to go all cloud-based because they're so committed to the power of the cloud. Then surely you would ne not necessarily need something in a mobile device. I get it, internet speeds of barring some countries uh mm -hmm. aren't up to snuff but ultimately you know 
uh, the local, like the Steam Deck is dank. This thing is source. Look how big and chunky it is. Um, but, oh, I got to see this. Hold on. I, there's a delay on my end. I'm watching. Uh, sorry. I'm not putting oh, it in yeah. there right now. Oh, my mm. gosh. It looks so good, wipe though. the dust off it. <laughs> so you, you're really like, good. yeah, yeah. bring it over here and I'll wipe it with my glasses. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just really that's good. That's why, and- guys. You're like, what? what's all the noise about a handheld? It's That's the reason. It's my it's Steam Deck broken, people, for who has it. Because I hold it down, it doesn't work. I have to double tap, really. This doesn't work anymore. Okay, my Steam Deck's broken. On, you mean? Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, sorry, I want to take up the show with my broken Steam Deck. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's working. It's just, $530 down the pew. More down. Um, yeah, this, uh, yeah this is, it's not cheap. But it's this This oh, feels like so what cool. an Xbox on, should be. Oh, it, look, look at the sound. Listen to the sound. Put the screen up on the on the camera again. Yeah, so here we go. Ah, uh, oh, look at Steam. That's so cool. The sound, everything is smooth. Oh, by the way, severed steel. You need to try. Thing is, I've been playing Sonic Mania, which isn't hardly uh, uh, the next gen. Oh, something. To, but uh, oh, I see my little brother's been on it, and he's downloaded loads of games. Perfect. Um, that's his Steam account, though. Um, I think but, that's yeah, why the handheld conversation and it's like where's our superhero game now it's like where's our handheld and um there's people that are pretty adamant that they could just take the series s and make it into a handheld nah, they, uh, they could definitely do it they should they should do it xbox definitely do it i would buy it 100 yeah it's so chunky and it needs to be like this it needs to be or get game pass to run on it locally i guess it has to, there apparently there are two models i don't know i'm just hearing this is the rumor mill so forgive me if i'm Whatever, I'm going by it. There's a cloud-based thing, and there's a local one. They're two different type models. Apparently, if you believe any of this to be true, um, I would not be interested in the cloud-based one because my mobile should be doing that. But, well, I don't know. Well, uh, so... What do you think, chat? One of the the sources is saying that it is physically impossible to put the Series S components into any more of a compact configuration as it is now right now uh for those of you i i would think this would be a universal measurement the series yeah. s is about as big as a kleenex box uh pretty close yeah. now if you think about a kleenex box it is about this thick and that's what a series s is right so to yeah. ask them to crunch it down and get an lcd or an led display in there or an oled or whatever is asking yeah. a lot plus you know the heat sink and the power supply or pro- I would say, uh, from my l- looking at the hardware specs and the guts of the Series S and X, the heat sink and power supply alone make it so difficult to make a handheld. Um, and there's also a couple competitors coming up that look pretty good. Linus Tech Tips talked about the uh, the Nexamo or something like that. I showed it to you, and you're like, "What?" Is-? Yeah, but um, that looks sick. That looks crazy. I more competition, the better, but. I've paid a lot of money for this. I won't be able to afford anything for a while. But yeah, uh, that, yeah, good. Xbox, try it. Let's see what you can do. I mean, Xbox doesn't, it's not like they don't want to make a handheld because they can get a ton of customers. It's just, if you use a phone or tablet, right, guys, like you have to worry about your data. And someone's like, well, everyone has unlimited data. It's like, ah, it doesn't work that way. You know, later in the month, they throttle you. They throttle your speed. Because you're using a certain amount of data, even though it's unlimited, and I want uh, Xbox not to everybody has five G. Yeah, that? but if they do, if they do, if Xbox does do a local based handheld, I really think that will take away their incentive and drive to get 
this cloud tech right and the latency issues right. They're making a lot of strides. And I think, what's his name? You've had that chap on before um, with a funny smile. Bill Brad Stiller. Sams. Brad Sams. Oh. He's a really nice guy. Um, with the he, what? <laughs> He, he smiles weird. He's, he's cool. He's a cool guy. Um, but yeah, he, he, Brad Sams is like um, Brad Sams is like he's like you, you smiles. He smiles like in like I would smile when in the school like photographs for college. Like smiling, you like he's like the Nacho Libre smile. Um, I don't know why that's such a random thought. That's my ADHD. But Brad Sams also did a really. Well, I don't know if he did the video, but he shared. This comparison thing of the latency. What you, you looking? Why are you sitting like you're on the toilet? I was trying. I was trying to do the. I was trying to do the awkward smile when you're at when, oh, when they I went see. and take your picture. Oh, you're straining there like you're on the toilet or something. Uh, <laughs> no. this, this whole room is a toilet sometimes when I'm no. making videos. <laughs> That's horrible. Um, yeah. So Brad Sam did this. Uh, shared this thing where they were showing the the strides in input latency in uh, the cloud tech. And I really want Xbox just to go all in because I really do believe, like Hoggy Chani, if he's there somewhere, I know he watches a million shows, um, is uh, that cloud tech is the future. I do really think that unless we all kill each other in the way the world is going, internet infrastructure should improve. Um, Then, yeah, that's... But Xbox focus on that. It improves exponentially. Um, Cloud... X Cloud was launched like in beta form yeah. three years ago, 2019, yeah. and uh, it kind of worked pretty decently then. So uh, I don't yeah. use it much, but apparently, in a few months from now, in my city, there'll be full 5G, like actual 5G. I've got my wireless network here set up for 5G uh, for like the proper Wi Fi, well, not Wi Fi. Wi-Fi five or six or whatever it's called. Sorry, I've got that all set up. So, but I mean, I don't know. It's for different people. But you're I right. Mean, yeah, think, fine. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. I think cloud's gonna go somewhere else. All right. Uh, well, let's just get this out of the way, guys. Let's let's God of War, wow. Ragnarok. <laughs> God of War. Well, we'll start here. Mm. According to uh, morons, God of War is more popular than Starfield. Did you see this tweet? Oh, Red Dragon? The, the, the Google Trends said that the <laughs> phrase God of War is more searched in a greater number than the word Starfield. And oh, my God. Go. I mean, it's such a stupid thing. That I, I, and my source video, just a heads up, is about this absolute insecurity um, that people have that's caused by Forza. Xbox didn't even have a good show. They only showed Forza, Starfield, and Redfall. And those, Starfield, sorry, Starfield and Forza in particular caused so much anguish to these PlayStation fanboys because they <laughs> looked so good. So compare comparisons to Starfield, a new IP to God of War and your search term, as you quite correctly highlighted, just God of War, legacy of God knows what, 15 years? How long has that been in the works for? And, you know, Starfield is a new IP. You're going to compare it to that. I saw people You're comparing the God of War Ragnarok? The- how long has that been in the works? Like almost, almost five oh. years. Yeah, exactly. But we've just and it's seen a Starfield. 18, 17, 18 year franchise. That's the that was one of the things that I replied to Red Dragon before. I I think I, I just blocked him that week. I was like, I'm I'm done with him. It's and for him in the chat says why they got to be morons. Sorry, I meant Nimrods. <laughs> well, That's what I meant idiots, to say. But, you know? I mean, yeah, idiot, idiot, if, moron, dork. What do you want me to use? 
on Twitter, there's this like game people play for clout, and then just want to be really just abrasive and loud and stuff. And you know what? I I say go for it because you're giving me free material to satirize and make the source videos. Because I I pray I'm so grateful you say these stupid things because that just gives me more ammo. But you know, at the same time, whilst you can benefit from all the a clout you do get you should really get clapped a few uh pegs down for those stupid things that you say and starfield comparisons don't just stop at google popularity you've got comparisons with horizon forbidden west and the character models between the two like oh look at this and uh, horizon qu uh, sony quality versus xbox quality and you horizon versus starfield so we compare the breadth of the world or the, the mechanics in that game or the lines of dialogue or the, the scope of it or customizable bases ships uh, what game on playstation comes close to what starfield is doing nothing comes close nothing comes close to that uh, that's the thing and so you're gonna get embarrassed you should be asking for let, Xbox guys, Xbox guys are quite. Let's be honest. We have all said it. Xbox should have that one game, like PlayStation. They're third-person games. They maybe one and done, whatever. The quality is there. We should have some of that. If these, yeah, these the hardcore fanboys were true to themselves, they'd be. They would admit they're like we. Okay, we need something from a studio from PlayStation's first party that can churn this out or try and work well, on I something mean, where, of this where... scale. Where is it going to go next? Like, I really felt like this was the ultimate, you know, illustration of goalposts moving where Starfield showed really well. They showed 15 long minutes, which I expected three amazing. in my prediction. It, mm. uh, it looks like a massive game. Um, people are worried about the visuals and, and other things that we're going to get into later when we talk about just Starfield. There's some mm -hmm. other stuff to talk about with there, but this is the ultimate goalpost move to say, you know, well, Starfield's doing really well. It's really popular. We know it's coming out in the spring or summer. And mm -hmm. God of War is more popular. God of War is more popular trend in, in worldwide searches. And I said, well, so why don't you stupid. use God of War Ragnarok as a search trend compared to Starfield? Yeah. Starfield has only been uh, a thing for a few years. God of War has been a thing. The phrase God of War has been the thing for 17 plus years. Um, but it's just that where are they going to move the goalposts next? Is it? It will never end. Though. It will never it will end. Never. The goal, goalposts so, will keep moving. And fine, let them do it. it just so it here fun. comes the reward, guys. Someone very important replied to Red Dragon and sat him down. I don't know if you watched. I think I sent it to you when it happened. Oh, somebody yeah. replied to Red Dragon. <laughs> yeah, not. Not <laughs> the Corey Balrog of all people just sat him down and just said, I'm very excited for this. He's going to take time off work just to play that game. Uh, and it's just kind of pie in the face moment where mm -hmm. you're trying to really just crap on Starfield. And then the creator of the game that you're propping up against it comes back and says, uh, that's his no, <laughs> I'm really excited for it. As you should be, as you should be. Corey Bar mm -hmm. Barlog, not Balrog. <laughs> he's not. He's not the Street Fighter character. Um, yeah, I think he was up. Um, Isn't that yeah. the creature that that almost killed Gandalf, the Balrog? Oh yeah. I was thinking of uh, Balrog from. Uh, I just Street finished Fire. the Harry Potter series last night. Uh, chat, so, total sidebar. But last night we watched the last one. I am a super old guy. I finally actually watched the Harry Potter oh, movies. Yeah. Never read the books, and uh, pretty cool. Uh, I mean, 
but Lord of the Rings it's better. It's good. I read the books a lot, <laughs> but I don't remember anything about the books. My memory's terrible, but they were pretty, good at pretty the time. Cool. A lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, yeah, pretty, it gets better cool. as they... The movies get better, more mature. The first few are really, like, childish, and then they mature. So here's the thing, guys. Like, God of War, um, so glad that they tipped it on its head in 2018 and made mm. like a totally new game it wasn't hack and slash it was like your visceral third person action adventure game Not but starfield is is sort of a new thing and we could talk about no man's sky in a little bit like how people mm. say well it's just no man's sky but there are literally thousands of games thousands of mainline mainstream games and starfield is among very few that do what they do in this type of uh in this yeah in this year. especially with the way bethesda has interaction and immersion and rpg elements like that perfect western rpg thing we'll get into that but Corey, now i don't even know how to say his name you got messed oh, up cory barlog him. got him yeah. good and of course yeah. i thought he felt he probably felt like it was okay he was just expressing excitement but that was his way to pour cold water over the moronic idiocy let me read a, a super chat that actually released to that or uh, relates to that from Hargy johnny my good friend with the five dollar super he says isn't it expected that god of war would be more searched we're still looking for a dang release date starfield is next year well i mean we're still looking for that release date for starfield but um who would have thought that a sequel would take five years sequels typically take two to three years so they're really doing something big on that game i think that and the combination of COVID impacting the development. If we can believe Hoggy's extra one year, right, Hoggy? Then that's the reason. Him. Yeah, I'm not, I don't even disbelieve him. I don't know why I'm saying it that way. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's the case. It's uh, the, the one thing I admire about Studio Santa Monica with this God of War and Corey Bar, uh, Barlog. <laughs> um, so why is it so hard now? Um, is the we'll get into that, that later too. Yeah, and the fact that they're wrapping it up, they're wrapping it up. Not God of War completely, but that um, you know the mythology. What's it? What yeah, is that? my yeah. brain's dead. Yeah, so they're ending that mythology. They're here because they said like we can't wait. And I completely understand. Like every five years to wrap up a trilogy it doesn't make sense. Let's just end it now. So they're gonna go really hard with God of War. I hope they do. And Ragnarok will be. An incredible. I have no doubts about in uh, Ragnarok. The only, pro yeah, I, I have no doubts about Ragnarok. I think it'll fix the problems of the first one with the lack of enemy variety and stuff. Some things became a bit copy and paste. But... Well, now they've got now they've got a killer formula. They just have to capitalize yeah. on it, and and they will. Uh, I, I they feel will. the same way. They one of the developers said something like the things they're doing, like oh my gosh, the things we're doing with this game. So you've already got a great foundation. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Sifo Poetic X Initiative. Thank you for the five dollars. Says I think all this is all coming from a Microsoft device that has a slot for the Series S and X SSD, not an Xbox, but more like a Steam Deck. I don't know. Um, we are looking into the handheld thing, but I think Gaz might be onto something. I think that cloud gaming on your own oh. screen, where you want, is the future, not a bespoke device. I'm not saying that I wouldn't wouldn't like one. I definitely would buy one, but I think Xbox really need to focus on getting that tech right. And if they really do believe in it, and I do agree with their no, you know, belief, they the tech is heading that way, then go for it. Because I played Crackdown 3 on my mobile mostly, and I completed you it did? because of that. Oh man, it was 
It was laggy. There was a lot of input because I was on the tube home, on the train home, wow. and 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 it, but even then, it was like sometimes you'd you'd forget the, year the latency. Cloud launched. You you completed the game on a phone. Yeah, I did. Wow. And it was it was it was um, and I had the Razer, not the Kishi, the Naga when the first one came out. That mm -hmm. was a bit too expensive in my opinion, but it. it you know, you look clamped to the side of your mobile, and people thought it, it looked like, like a switch. switch. It looked yeah. like a switch, yeah. And people were like, I had people come up to me, goes, Oh, why is that? They're like, What's um, that trash game? They're like, Cole Eastwood gave it a 7.8 out of 10. <laughs> okay. I I said, said, hey, man, it. Cole Eastwood spent it. 100 hours playing this. Don't you dare hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Jiga J with the $5 super says, Thank you, Jiga. He says, Not interested in an Xbox handheld. I think it would be a waste of money and RD for Microsoft. Uh, that's one of their major concerns, I think, is probably R&D. I wouldn't worry about Microsoft's yes. money, but yeah. I wouldn't either. He says they just need to get games out and acquire developers. Well, they're two different teams. You know, Jiga J, you got the yeah. teams that are working on hardware. They're just focusing yeah. on first part. Get us well. some games. Get us some games. Yeah. Dylan Dobbs with the $2 Super. Thank you, Dylan. He says, PlayStation 2 Kratos better than the new Kratos. Um, A lot of people do like the old um I miss Kratos. Hack and Slash, so you don't get that anymore. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I respect the new formula. I'm I'm all for the new one. Yeah, I do too. I that's why I kind of that's why I say Xbox needs something that feels like that. Uh yeah. welcome to Man 55 to the early access channel membership with the Joanna Dark picture. Welcome, you'll get a notification from me on the channel membership tab when I put a video out, and I better get to work on videos. Um, I do let me give a public service announcement that it's been kind of tough to get to want to make videos right now because there's been like political mess and the Xbox and some of the industry stuff, which we're kind of kind of get into today. has been super not fun. Uh, developers getting harassed, people treating each other poorly, games being delayed, and 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 you know, Corey Barlog has spoken out about one of our, the next thing we're going to talk about about how people are treating this. Some of the major news that's been in the news cycle has not been very enjoyable at all, and it's made it difficult for me to sit here and get into production mode. So I have to apologize for that. We're going to talk about that. Splendiferous with the $2 says, Colt, you left without saying goodbye. Who was Wag after Wag you? Splendiferous. Oh, you left without saying goodbye. What do you mean? Did I leave a super, uh, did I leave a uh, Xbox chat or something? I don't remember. Hot Grits 910. What a cool name. Thank you for the $5. It says Microsoft could just make a super budget handheld that's cloud-based for $199 and a pro version that is has local installs with serious performance for $600. Now that is a question because you, I wanted to say when you're talking about this guys, like it, how important is it to be able to install your games on your, on your device and not worry about streaming? Cause that's pretty important to me. So what I want to pay 500 bucks for a handheld or 600. I would only pay money for the handheld. If it does local gameplay. Or if we eventually yeah. reach this point where streaming is almost to the level where it should be. By the way, I want to say this very quickly. Google Stadia is a shame that thing flopped because by far that had the best streaming tech. It was so far leagues ahead of Xbox, uh, whatever, cloud. Then you, I played Cyberpunk on it and the studio tech, mm -hmm. Stadia tech, obviously is dead in the water because they've just... Google just suck, but they could have made it amazing. Google, please try and do something with that tech because it was so far ahead. That was it. It was it was so good. 
Stadia, that if Xbox Cloud had that kind of latency, we'd be talking about it a lot more prominently. What have you done to the user interface? What are you doing? I, oh, I, 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 <laughs> oh okay, okay, okay. There we go, ahead. there we go. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I was like, hey, why isn't that button working? Uh, we'll talk about that in here in a second. Um, I never got to try Stadia, but they just, they had great tech, but the game situation wasn't there. So, gosh, no, it wasn't. Dang the it. tech was amazing, bro. It was amazing. No, at Sky. Wow. Sean Murray, you brought him back, haven't you? After all the controversy and you sitting there saying, yeah, you can meet other players in space. And it was a really bad thing. And you shut up. You sat there for complete silence as you built this game from the ground up we all make mistakes and you came back like a phoenix rising from the ashes to deliver a game that is overwhelmingly positive on steam what a legend a man who shows and this is why i love indie development that is you know this indie developers that kind of story is just like very human that is why i respect indie developers and sean murray in particular that adversity is such a human thing and then to overcome that to deliver a game like that by the way i started playing no man's sky i mean i'm not sure if i'm really there yet as far as my personal enjoyment of it but it's nice to see a story like this now yeah, do, why have you brought not, this up yeah don't expect okay. to get rewarded uh very frequently or often enough when you play this game it the music is so good it's like oh, uh, vangelis yeah. Like Blade Runner style, the the game is just yeah. We, we went through this whole thing the past couple of weeks, and I, I wish that I use Streamyard for this show, and it has a it just chokes down when I try to show video footage. It's not like when Asa has got the production value of a lifetime on your guys' podcast. The shout oh, to yeah. Asa in the chat, but um, he has a G. This is like I don't know nine clips that I just put together that I recorded. The game is really impressive, and I just got to tell people like when the Starfield comparison comes up. Of course, there are very many similarities, but this game is so colorful and uh, what's the word? It's uh, very stylized. Like nothing looks realistic. The colors are way oversaturated. It's like you're in a lucid dream, and yeah. it's kind of meant to be like that. And you were this playing level- it, and you got. Go ahead. Yeah. No, so I was actually going to mind. Sorry, my AD. She's going. If you've seen Love Death Robots, there's an episode of Love Death Robots. By the way, just check out Love Death Robots if you haven't on Netflix, where a woman is stranded on Mars and she gets danked and just has some psychedelic experience with the planet. This just reminds <laughs> me of that. Danked it's is so the cool. word for this game. It, it, yeah. It, now, I want to remind people that let's. I don't have a lot of footage here to show, but. This is not like Starfield uh, as much as you would think or people would try to convince you. You do not have first-person shooter controls. You do not really have guns. Mm. You have have one gun that can shoot things, but you're not really meant to get into combat. You don't have aim-down sights. You don't have grenades. You don't get behind cover. You don't have any combat, uh, anything like that, that. It doesn't really occur that way. But the game just exploration it's one of the hallmarks that's going to make starfield so amazing and i want to remind you if you get into these little arguments these discussions on twitter or reddit or wherever you hang out and talk about video gaming if people try to use no man's sky as a weapon or as an insult tell them yeah tell them i don't get it this is yeah this is a very cool game and it just really shows the promise that if you loved fallout 4 and skyrim yeah 
Uh, exactly. That's exa that's a great point because when I was playing this, there was this one. It's like you've got these cartoony NPCs in there, and mm -hmm. then you've got the color palette that's not. And the, but the music is so deep, and I, the whole time I'm thinking, well, thank God for Starfield. Look at this place right here, guys. Let's get. Oh my God, what the hell, man? And that th is this, insane. This is recorded at 4K 60, but it's chopped down to like a you know 720p 30. So, but yeah, anyway, the stream that does that. But yeah. yeah, no, look, oh, this is so cool. Um, yeah, look, the the game, look, Starfield. The only shame is it's not co-op, or you could play the experience those worlds together with your friends. That would be incredible. But what mm -hmm. I'm really expecting is, the, you know, the tonally with the combat, with the side missions, you've got you're gonna get. A whole what you liked about No Man's Sky for the most part, the exploration, you're gonna get that a higher fidelity with the combat mechanics, with a core story that supplements and holds that all together. Obviously, the I don't want to downplay what No Man's Sky is doing. This is an indie title, and what they've done with this mm -hmm. game is nothing short of incredible. Um, so please don't think that I'm trying to downplay this. This is actually a great experience <laughs> so far that I've tried, but the Starfield and the No Man's Sky comparisons, go for it, compare it. Compare it with a view, in my opinion, that this potential and anything good with No Man's Sky could be just so good with a Starfield type of vibe, interstellar type of vibe, If you know, because that's what it's going for. It doesn't take away from No Man's Sky, nor does it take away anything from Starfield. You should be excited for it. Um, although I do miss the fact that you can go into the stratosphere in real time. But yeah. I'll be honest, it's a bit disappointing. Yeah. I, I didn't think it would this be... Is something, it wasn't as, yeah, as epic as There I is something about um, humans as we... We don't <laughs> get to do it, but how, how humans can launch into the stratosphere and leave this place that we live on. Let, let me yeah. see if I can repeat this again while we're talking. There we go. Um there is something about taking off and then all of a sudden you're out in space and you can come into a planet um, yeah. at the risk of embarrassing myself. I was playing today. Well, who cares? I embarrass myself all the time. I had <laughs> the, the music and just the wonder of things. I wasn't even on a planet. I was in a major space station. That's part of the main story. Yeah. And there was like these, there was real people walking around. They have a little icon that shows they're real people. And then there was the NPC alien people and they're like running shops and stuff. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really beautiful. And like, I kind of like got yeah. a lump in my throat. I'm like, it, I'm not doing a lot of amazing, incredible, exciting, you know, you know, uh, teeth gritting things uh, moment to moment in the game, but it's just such a beautiful experience. We are really in for a treat with Starfield because yeah. I don't know. I just don't get this thing where people are saying, Todd Howard uh, lies. He doesn't deliver when they when they have this near perfect track record of making outstanding, amazing games that have been talked about for decades. Um, yeah, I think Fallout seventy six put a massive uh, damper and the whole stain on that legacy. But that comparison doesn't make any sense. Is Starfield an online only game? What are you talking about? The right. game from what you've saw visually by the way yes it has some weird smoke effects and some bits weren't consistent but visually i thought that game looked better than i thought it would by the way some bits with the lighting with the combat way better than i expected i was expecting some vats type nonsense but no <laughs> stuff right, is going to yeah. be incredible the only problem is and this is almost a given considering how 
grand the scope is, but bugs. <laughs> and um, there, I, I just hope it's not a buggy mess or riddled with bugs that really impacts the enjoyment. Um, I think that's the biggest problem. The biggest risk with Starfield is that it's like it has some problems with it. But I, I hear that actually the game is ready now. It's just I think he's confirmed it. Didn't he say that this is just, just ironing out now? Yeah, they're just doing the impulsing stage, which is that's um, amazing for a while. Yeah, that's which is good. Uh, which is crazy to hear that if you're in the polishing stage, you need like nine months to another year. But thank goodness, I'm really happy that that Xbox is listening to Bethesda because they totally told their own studio 343 to hurry up. Which we're going to talk about 343 in a little bit. But the, one yeah. of the other points I want to say about Todd Howard is he often gets this comment weaponized against him, and people say. I don't, I don't trust Starfield. I'm not going to like it. I refuse to be excited because Todd Howard says it just works. And that uh, is uh, that, that meme. Yeah, let me get, take the floor on this one. This is a great one. So people, they look at Fallout 76 and they're like, it just works. I'm like, he said it just works in 2015 when he showed the building, building yeah. your, your, your uh, structures and hit putting electrical and water lines and all that stuff in fallout four. <clears throat> and my beef is that stuff did just work. Like for the most part, like sometimes stuff would be a little wonky, but I spent hours, hours building outposts and on PC and on Xbox, I built up red rocket to like, until it wouldn't let me build anymore on PC. I built this huge farmhouse area. My son and I sat and I built an arcade. I built all this cool stuff from all the DLC mm -hmm. and everything. Guess what? Just works. And so people use these phrases that Todd Howard said to convince themselves that Starfield won't be worth their time. Guess I have to ask, Is does a lot of this come from they're not going to get to play Starfield on their favorite console? Is that? I don't know. Am I reaching? Yeah, no, bro. People, this is a fat L. If you're on PlayStation, you're not playing Starfield. That's a bigger L than Spider Man. That's a bigger L than, in my opinion, God of War. Because that scale of game, you're not. Well, okay, maybe, I don't know. Jury's out on God of War, but Starfield, like, PlayStation's not going to get a game like that. No, no PlayStation first party studio that we are unless they have an appetite for it and i get really surprised which studio is gonna that sony has that can produce this level Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no one Good. playstation doesn't have that and playstation do care the fanboys really care and they're really going out of their way to to you know try and downplay it but it's gonna be uh, <laughs> that by the way, this doesn't get talked about. That's so look at you're saying the visuals aren't good. Look what what are you talking about, people? Look at the shit. The the planet there, the orange planet, it's incredible. Like when you're walking even on the desert, it's amazing. Uh yeah, it's just great game, man. This this game looks incredible. I just want to see how they handle it. Like there's some bits, there's so much variety in the fauna and the the planets. How do they handle that procedurally generated stuff? I think they can do it really well. Um, and I also wonder <laughs> what their intention is with that. Why do they go for that? Um, is it for future content? I don't know, but yeah, I'm very excited. If it's crap, I will say it's crap. But I'm telling you right now, this could be an incredible game, and it should be. 
and people may not agree with this statement, but I don't care. For it to Starfield to be considered a success, in my opinion, considering the scale of it and the pedigree of it, well, all that's hanging on it and how much it means for Xbox, it needs to be a 90 plus meta Oof. game. I mean, it needs to be. Uh... It needs to be. It needs to be. Just that Halo needed to be, and look what happened with that. Yeah, this I mean, it does be need to be game. because they're they're overdue, right? But Bethesda's no, but games typically run in the high 80s and then are talked about for mm. decades. But uh, mm. I don't know. I don't know. What did Skyrim um, get? What is Skyrim? Truly Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim's probably a 90 plus. Uh, let me check. I'm checking right now as well. I'll check Open 84. Critic because it's... Oh, Nintendo Switch, oh my. sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why you yeah. need to check Open Critic because it'll cover all the platforms it's been on. Uh, uh, yeah, it's only an 81. It's only an 81. So keep that in perspective. What? Skyrim is an 81, and it's one of the greatest games I've played. Um, 96 so. on on the 360, by the way. Oh, God, it's old. Um, yeah, I mean, that's very high. <laughs> okay, fine. But yeah, I, I, I still maintain my point. It needs to be 90 plus metaphor. 95, crazy if it was. Uh, but it needs to be 90 plus meta, in my opinion. So, yeah. yeah, well, um, it's going to be one of the most talked about games next year, if not the most talked about game. And, and this really upsets people who are PlayStation only because they're looking forward to Spider-Man 2 or maybe they think God of War Ragnarok's coming in 2023, but people are going to be talking about the experiences. When you play a game like Starfield, right? Yes, yeah, I'll tell you about yeah. the things I did in the game for a week and you'll say, I was over here. I never even saw that. Like, it's yeah. going to be a big deal. Uh, Randall Thor in the chat, who was here a little while ago, I think he might still be <laughs> here. He said, thank you for the $5 rand. He says, when is Colt and Gaz coming to Chicago to hang with Randall Thor? So yesterday, uh, Lord Cognito of Iron Lords was in Chicago area and made a swing by to the studio space of Randall Thor, and they got to hang out. He said they hung out he for like his house. two hours. Really? He went to, his, went to his house. Oh. That's so I, I think Ram was like, "You come to me," and he just like hanging back. So and, I, right, and, then, and then Cog got there. He's like, "Lord Addict, what are you doing here?" Because <laughs> he looks just like Lord Addict. He, looks he does. So they, they look very. They do look, very, they look similar. very similar. So I did a meme. I put his head on Rand's head, and you can go back and forth. But <laughs> they both um, need to learn to comb their hair. But both of them look. <laughs> I can't wait to meet Rand. Guess what are you more what are you more excited for fighting in a one of the great villains in Spider-Man 2 like fighting Venom or exploring space in Starfield? Uh what fighting Venom in Spider-Man 2? Mm-hmm. Bro, uh, that was one of the so... it's one of the chats in there. <laughs> Bro, Starfield all day, man. Uh, Rand, it was a joke. But you do look like him. Uh but yeah, no, Rand, how tall are you by the way? Either he's super either... tall. Is he super tall? Yeah. Yeah, he's super tall. Look, when we meet, I'm gonna be like, "Hi, Rand." But you know, you and I are very short. You and I are in the uh, the sub six foot. Uh, <laughs> are you sub six foot? I'm saying I'm I'm like an inch taller than you, bro. Yo, Rand. I thought you were really tall. You look like a really tall. Um, and you're standing next to Matt Boot in one picture, and Phil Spencer. Is Phil Spencer really Matt's short? very tall, six foot two. Oh, shit. Matt, uh, Phil's very short. Phil's shorter than than I am. Yeah, yeah, oh, six two okay. for Randall Thor. Um, no, that was yeah. the angle. I had my wife take the picture at an angle, so I'd look super tall. I'm like, don't make me look short next to Matt Booty. No. <laughs> oh, and di- didn't Rand take a picture with Jessica Chobot standing next to yes. her? She's quite tall as well. Damn it. I'm so unlucky. Well, not like she's going to go out with me. But yeah, this, everyone's taller than me, I guess. Um, wow, Rand. 
down. Now, I learned when I was at the Xbox event that everybody that I thought was tall is short. Uh, Ryan McCaffrey is a little bit shorter than I am. I thought he was like a six foot four tall lanky guy no, uh, no, no. no he looked like he got left in the dryer i was like wow i didn't expect that <laughs> and um I got left in the dryer. freaking freaking nicest dude ever uh or Who? one of the nicest dudes ever uh, ryan, ryan mccaffrey super nice and oh, greg yeah. miller tall i thought he was short and stocky greg miller, super greg tall miller. super nice guy oh, okay. um, so yeah. we learned when we were at e3 and i was there with hargeet uh, my wife, Sean the Bree, Dante Moody, Dark CMF, and and Holly, we're all hanging out. We we could get no one's height right when we saw him in person. Like what? But, yeah. That's just how it goes, you know. I'm but five whatever. foot, almost eight. Five foot seven, eight, nine. Exactly. I feel like we're doing like a dating app here. How tall are you? ASL. Yeah. Remember ASL yeah. on MIRC and all that stuff. That was weird. <laughs> I'm five foot five. I'm taller than you guys. What? <laughs> Five of I, yeah, I'm five nine, but whatever. You know, you don't grow anymore when you get to this age. You just start. Faisal is taller than me. I met Faisal, by the way. It was so nice to meet someone in the community. This guy is like some Cuthery prince, but he was really nice. Good to meet him. Literally, I was thinking, please don't be weird. Please don't be weird. It was so cool. So cool. We had dinner and stuff. How cool is it to meet these people? I'm looking at the chat. Like, we're going to meet. We're going to, like, if. We're going to go to E3. You're all going to go. You all freaking go. But it yeah. is so cool. It is really, really, really neat to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. They're just they're just lowering your height as we let them chat. So I we have, we'll have to get this back in order. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll move on to the next thing. Because when I look at here, there's still some things about Starfield. But um, I think that's pretty much it. I'm super excited. I think it's going to be a big deal. When you talk about exploring space and, and seeing oh, yeah. these big guilds and these big areas and the factions... Oh, yeah. Like you create all this stuff. It's it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about gosh dang it. So Xbox has reached out to me on on some stuff that I'm gonna be checking out soon. That'll be uh like having an embargo date, so I can't get into too much about it. But we know that co-op and forge are kind of being leaked or being talked about, and there's information mm-hmm. about what's going on for Halo Infinite and I'll start it off with the good, guys. Apparently okay. in Forge, you can put nearly anything, any in-game asset in a map and scale it to whatever. You could put a 70-foot Master I Chief saw. in the map. So there are major, there are major, like, people are excited. Like, Forge is going to be a game changer. Yeah. Which is why it needed to be out at launch. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Look, everyone expects me to crap on 343, but that's fine. Forge is good. Get that out there because clearly 343 can't do their job, so relegate it to the community to do it. There we go. Let us build the maps that 343 are so hesitant to build. Yeah, yeah. I said it. It's so annoying, but Forge is going to be incredible. The only problem is I just didn't want to see lots of um, Forge maps uh, because they... If you played Halo Five, it's just yeah. they look. Then and visually, they, they didn't look all that great. They could tell they were Forge maps. Um, but, I'm doing a lot of design lab stuff right now on Forza yeah. Horizon Five, where you see incredibly creator created stuff, but a lot of stuff gets a lot of upvotes. That is really crappy. Like, um, very mm. short, doesn't do anything, or oh, isn't yeah. fun. <laughs> and nah, it gets I think it'll be, be good hands. Yeah, so you, you got to be careful, but. Yeah, yeah, but no, no. Forge it's, when Forge good is out there, it's going to be big. When co-op comes out there, I'll play that again. I've already completed it on Legendary anyway, but 
I guess I can get all... I've, I've got most of the achievements on Halo Infinite. I just need to get the skulls and stuff. So to be able to do that with you and friends, that'll be... Um, obviously, it'll get me back into Halo because, yeah, Halo's been a bit... Mm, but. So let's talk about the... Uh, I, I got to uh, multitask. You get a question out here uh, to to get to talk about this, but let's talk about co-op because... The one, there's two things I've heard about co-op. One doesn't concern me, which I'm Googling right now to get an answer from the chat. The other one is, this really bothers me, Gaz, is co-op in Halo will have you play as another carbon copy of Master Chief when instead all you have to do is fetch the skin from your multiplayer custom character and let you bring that person in since you literally will go in the world and find armor upgrades cosmetically for your multiplayer character gaz so does this sense. bother you that if you join my game as a co-op partner you're just another green master chief i don't really mind it because that's that was the same with halo um ce you know you 20 years ago chief. you don't mind yeah. that they just did something they did 20 years ago no I, but i agree with you it would have been great but you know at this point asking 343 to go above and beyond the call it seems a bit silly to me so i'm just kind of grateful for the base features that they deliver also there's like a tethering system there as well albeit i understand yeah. the tethering isn't that let me give you a number before great. you talk about that i just looked it up because i thought the map wasn't that big the it's halo huge. infinite map is 28 square kilometers now, Jeez. do you know what the tethering limitation is? I know the no. chat's probably on top of it. Uh, yeah. Who was it that that brought me to ask this? Oh, it was Boba Fett Gaming with the with the super says. Boba? Thank you, Boba Fett, with the Australian Fire. We were just talking yesterday. He says, "Does anyone have concern over the tether distance in relation to the vehicle use, or is it just me?" I was concerned when I first heard it, and then uh, no. I think Rand I mean, was that's... telling me he's like, "Colt, you're going to be you know t- together like." using the grapple shot together yeah, and, yeah, and doing yeah. combos like you're going to want to be in the same you know fortress area taking down Apparently, enemies yeah but, but the thing is with the halo scale is quite big and the full you know some of the battle zones individual ones are actually quite vast um so you'd want to be able to snipe and flank so someone can snipe and you run down the ground um so that needs they need and doesn't the tether can't be too aggressive because uh, there are some firefights in Halo Infinite. Oh, oh, from a distance, the game's distance is huge. I think based on what I was reading, it's pretty, pretty good. I wouldn't be concerned based on that tether because of, so. Let's see how it goes, but. Yeah, it looks it looks like it'll be fine. I don't think you should be concerned, but I don't well, know. Trying you know to... It sounds a bit stupid. Um, I I love doing math. Dave says, "I and... wish I was tethered to gas." What? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love to do math. I'm mean, I'm an engineer by trade, so doing the math like helps uh, helps kind of put it in perspective. If you have a thousand foot tether, try and visualize chat and audience. If you have a thousand foot tether. How far away is your partner going to be if you're in one of the major outpost structures? Like, uh, yeah. with how far away from like if you're in this outpost outpost structure with you know twenty brutes in it or twenty twenty covenant or banished? How far mm. away are you from that combat point? Does that make sense? Like, think about how far away you'd be before that became an annoyance where you're tethered yeah. away. Um, I, I mean, I can't, the raw numbers don't really make much sense until I'm there on the ground and playing it. Um, and if it does like force a tether, 
like you're sniping or some like you've teleported or you don't teleport no. though let, let, let's give we'll give as much information as it comes back to our memory but when you are away from the tether distance the maximum distance it will kill your character and you respawn next to your yeah I that's mean, what that, it does it like yeah so then you're yeah, back to your pistol stupid. and your assault rifle you drop, your, you drop your stuff. don't drop my yeah. gun that's crazy don't do that um yeah let's see how they they deal with that but you know let it come i'm not gonna whinge too much because that clearly just rubs people the wrong way i find also i d- I will say this you know, as much as people get annoyed about me whinging about all being critical of halo i find the the propensity to make excuses on behalf of xbox really grating like this is xbox is literally faulted so much the position that it enjoys now is because of the core community it critiquing it multiple times and it falters all the time to be critical yeah. for the sake of getting xbox to where it is they always listen they say they listen they know it so uh yeah just if you haven't don't have an appetite for their uh, discourse on it then perhaps you need to ask yourself some questions but yeah we, generally you and i um, on on your show and i've had you as a guest now that you're co-host we've done a lion's share of 343 critique over the past year for sure yeah, yeah a year and a half have. right you and i've yeah. been uh and i know that the chat gets can get it can get wear on them but um yeah i can like, see like that as well saying, but... like yeah like yeah, people says, are saying oh gaz is not a real halo fan i would have crap on all of you most of you aren't as a <laughs> big halo fan as i am look I can, let me bring my books of halo right here i've got it downstairs i'll bring it here the whole camera would be stacked um it just halo isn't uh, never mind well never mind. i'll, I'll give it to let's, I'll, let's let let's let hargeet take some of the heat because he's good yeah. for it yeah, hargeet with the ten dollar super <laughs> We love Hargy. Hargy, we should change Hargy's name to Hargy one more year, Chani, because he's like the guy that woke up everyone that games take an extra year now, no matter what, right? But Hargy, Chani, thank you so much for the $10 super, and thank you for teaching me that, because like you don't see it sometimes from where you're standing. He says, wish 343 or Xbox had delayed Halo to this fall. I know I'll get flack for it, but launching without co-op was terrible. I kept hearing three months. I kept saying summer at best probably fall for co-op and i think it's they have a date right or is it august sometime so i don't know, I don't know. it's it's another yeah. two months uh anyway i don't know yeah, thank yeah. you hargy good point fires shadow with the australian followers good morning to you two legends from australia appreciate the constant effort and content which is more consistent than starfield's frame rate mm, i hope they fix that though because that would be <laughs> problematic uh, I'm going to say something that's going to get me in a lot of trouble. So if you hate X and C or Xbox or Cold Eastwood, this is your time to hit record that or hit re- screen record so well, you can no. expose me on Twitter. What are you I saying? think I think that the Starfield trailer was captured at a high fidelity. Well, it was 4K according to Digital Foundry. I think they recorded that gameplay at 4K 60 on a PC at the at the best quality they could muster f- for the target, and Todd Howard told them to show the trailer at thirty frames. Now that's just my prediction, but why? I think I think that's why we saw the frame drip frame drops because so, they showed they put that thing at four K to get a four K resolution, and it was at sixty frames because he was on a PC. And Todd Howard said, "I want that presentation at thirty frames. 
I think it looks why? way nicer. And he's already given oh, us okay. two examples why he prefers to see that uh, presentation of their games at 30 frames. Because now you're with me on this, Gaz. Some of those shots made you think the movie Interstellar. Yep. Right? And if mm-hmm. that was running at 60, you would think Interstellar, the video game. But I, it, some of those shots really felt uh... like a movie. The whole filmic crap, and I I can't stand for the frames. No, no, filmic crap. Okay, I'm going to counter on this. As far as film's concerned and cinema, cinematography, mm-hmm. so anything frames beyond 24 can actually compromise the cinematic feel of a game in a Absolutely. scene. Starfield, Starfield is not that game. Starfield does not get hurt by 60 frames. Um, so it should be 60 frames. It should be 60. What do you think about my psycho claim that that game was actually captured at 60 frames and and because there's no reason why a no, the development kit with that. or a PC should drop that many frames at a 30 um, frames target. I I I my only reason that game is running at whatever frame rate it was running on is because it pushed res at 4K like digital digital foundry are concerned yes. because Yes, Fallout 4 on an Xbox One X already runs at 90% of 4K, 30 frames yeah, with some frame Fallout drops. 4. This is bloody Starfield doing looking the so same. Dang. It's the same. Oh, it looks so crazy. What it does visually, look they're not the same. They look they're not I, they're miles. I would remind I would remind Starfield. any of you to look if you have Fallout 4 installed on your Xbox Series X or your Xbox One X, I would implore you to install the game and walk around and look some of the lighting in fallout four is way better than you remember. And I, I was actually playing it a couple weeks ago before I made Starfield footage or Starfield videos. And I was like, wow, actually this baked in lighting looks really good here. And there's some spots where it looks incredible. Sometimes it looks bland depending on there's no light source. That's fallout Four, 2015. So yeah. there is something, something doesn't add up. And that's why I make such a crazy reaching claim that they mm. ran that game at full fidelity. And Todd Howard said, I want to see it at 30. And those frame drops look worse. Than he, they purposely, really could be. he purposely throttled the frame rate. I would bank on that. He purposely said, I want the showcase ah. to look like an amazing movie. It doesn't. The, I mean, whatever they showed would. I mean, told when you get into combat, now when you're walking around, when when he's walking slow, they're panning. You're seeing the the ship take off. It looks amazing. But when he gets in that fast combat, like I showed on this video with mm. uh, shooting the bugs, right? It's like, oh gosh, because you're losing all this animation. It's gone. It's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And then and another thing, Destin Legary was slowing down the footage and saying when they're reloading the guns, there was animations missing. Like there was there was frame duplication. I'm like. That screams that he just took 60 frames footage and said, I want it to be 4K 30, which is totally crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I we'll don't never, know. We'll never know. know but, uh, I just hope it has a performance mode or something that doesn't compromise the... Re- yeah. If it's native 4K that's causing the frame rate drop, then I hope they have uh, an option to run it at 60. At well, I mean, this that, that's why I made my last video that I made like two weeks ago. I tried to explain to people the Series X, there's no reason why it won't run f- close to 4K 60. Like It, yeah, no, it doesn't no. matter how many planets there are. It doesn't matter... All that, all those things don't matter. There's no longer a CPU CPU bottleneck, and this game is very CPU or processing intensive. If you want to get technical and what's going on with Starfield, all the things that have to interact are really yeah. CPU intensive, and that's where 
you need a fast processor to draw the frames. And yeah. you've got that in the Series X and even the Series S. You just have to... Yeah. So remember that every time the GPU renders, it has to do a flat image. It renders an image of a still and then cycles it 30 frames or 60 frames on a console. So you're looking at stills every time you move the camera that are being played so fast. It, yeah. it is a lot of work. And it's not something. it's not too much to ask no matter how ambitious the game looks because when we talk about ray tracing, right? Everyone's like, how in the heck is Forza going to do ray tracing? It's impossible. It's like the PS5 did it just great with Miles yeah. Morales and Ratchet and Clank. Where was the doubt then? Why are you doubting this yeah. now? Yeah, so, yeah, stupid. yeah. I don't know. I, I'm crazy. I know people make fun of me for that. And then, oh, well, but it, it's Why? a claim. It's a claim I'll go with right now. Yeah. Let me grab a super chat. Um, Me Puppet 007, welcome to the, or he's been a member for three months with the, raz from psychonauts he says hey hey there and thank you buddy <laughs> retro rich with a five pound super said would we cool to have live events in halo co-op 2 similar to destiny's drop ships coming in as well as marines to help thank you retro rich yeah like the uh community what do they call those community events the like in destiny like yeah strike and that's strike sorry but well, they were like those events they were called basically like those world events were they called community place? events or something like that or public nah, events public events public what they're event? called public event I think yeah you ran like. everyone ran over there because there was a big fight i loved that stuff i loved it there's just no great yeah. loot you don't yeah. with the five dollar super has a three-month xbox game pass global code Shout he says question you. marks are the first letter of the ecstasy co-host name oh my gosh <laughs> oh my god i don't think so we know funny. what your first name is yeah no anyway yeah question marks <laughs> are the first letter of, of your name which we will not name your name uh mr sauce okay uh, that anyway. is a tr that that's quite clever so some people out there probably scouring that and then they're yeah, trying to, try to figure out what your name is when it's sitting on the screen but yeah hey <laughs> Just to slow him down. So, hey, uh, you know, I don't normally do this, but Fahim, you know, just chill, bro. Just have, we're having a good time here. Like, it, you'd be surprised. Is he a PlayStation Gaz, guy? Well, yeah, I but Gaz and I have PlayStation down PlayStation like, energy. Yeah, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's cool. People are going to be super excited about Spider-Man 2, but I just think there is quite a bit of buzz around a game like Starfield where we haven't experienced it. I already played Spider-Man twice yeah spider-man I mean, 2018 i loved it more than god of War 2018. so um, it's just how okay. it is <laughs> but uh okay this we've isn't got... like your typical playstation podcast where we absolutely just like ridicule because we're so insecure we do play playstation games we respect them we re yeah. we, are, we play an all platform returnal is one of your favorites return is one of my favorites this gen i actually find that i think people are a bit too harsh on it but it's such a lovely game. And then, you know, that's the kind of game, like, well, whatever. Uh, that's Sackboy yeah, so Sack like is my, Sack my favorite PlayStation 5 game, hands down. Game's brilliant. And it, no one that. talks about it because they're afraid, oh, it doesn't meet the narrative of the mature story-based games. Like, yeah, Sackboy yeah, is but... brilliantly amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah, so good. Let me, let me move on. We got... Uh, Ragnarok is coming is was what I wrote here, but I put <laughs> put a I put a funny mark next to the word Ragnarok is coming. So what, guys? Let's just let's just get into this and talk about why Ragnarok is coming, and uh, the <laughs> developers are not enjoying that 
the stiff competition that has made it so hard <laughs> for people to people are really aroused about when the release date will be. <laughs> and um, I hope they're aroused when they send those pictures because otherwise, no one wants to definitely don't want to see whatever. <laughs> and you guys, you had Erica and Quest on, and you and Asa were really uh, very colorful about this, but it has come to this. <laughs> People are being so horrible right now. So I don't know. In your best, uh, I'm on XNC tonight. What's going? On? What What is going on? Oh yeah, yeah. Our family version. Um, people yeah, started guess. sending pics. Uh, you can glean from that <laughs> what I mean. But they send pictures of their nether regions to uh, develop a lady whose name I forget. But um, she is a developer at Studio Santa Monica And she publicly went out there and said Hey look, can you please um, stop sending me these pics Because that will not induce me to give you the release date of the game I don't know what strategy Think about the person who does that I say, hey, this is my (laughs) When's when's God of War coming out? Just give me the release date Yo, hey, hey, hey Yeah just uh, just tell me. In. Let, let me send you a picture of this. I've never used this thing, so I might as well send you a picture of it because uh, I need to know when God of War is coming out. So I, in fairness to them, you know, the people who are sending, I want to defend the people who are sending those pictures because on the basis that they probably don't know how to use that thing because they've never used it before. The sad pieces of um so yeah those virgins can be lost but that's not how you use that's not what it's meant for by the way if you're sending so, and harassing people that's not what i mean it's is, it get, is it getting worse um with the way that developers are being treated right now and i the i know it's not <laughs> right. it's not just about the what the sony santa monica they did a they did a press release. They put out a statement saying this is inappropriate behavior yes, and I'm we're real people. It. It's it's become the norm lately. I, and I know people in their lives and I know people in the chat are saying this is a family show. I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of this properly, but it really, it's not just about the lewd DMS it, there. It has become t- completely normalized, especially in the last year or so to just be violently hateful to people Biting the hand that feeds you because yeah the hate me, I don't get this the critique maybe but like you can be very critical fine but this this fiasco or what you were doing to that that sexual harassment as far as I'm concerned that's disgusting. Let me you ask you that yeah that. Let, let let me go that direction with you um because Hargeet and I were talking about this yesterday in a, in a chat like why isn't this illegal like. I'm surprised. To, to threaten, to, not just the lewd stuff, but the threats at, or the lewd stuff. Just you know, uh, I, I don't want to be specific, but you you can't you can't show your body part to someone across the street and say, "Well, it's okay. They don't know who I am, and they can't reach me from here." You'll get arrested. So why is it not illegal? Why is like I don't understand why this is happening in the like we're supposed to be. I don't think that mature. it's not industry it's illegal it's because anonymity there's anonymity these people who use it will use all to count but twitter literally has your phone number like they have a way to say maybe it's It's not not, a big enough offense to say we need to bring in the authorities and have them look up the phone number and make the contact (laughs) to their house right it's getting horrible 
I think it's just logistically Twitter's not going to actually pursue, you know, sea of different people doing all sorts of things that they, they're going to pursue people or things, but they can if they have, have the appetite to pursue them legally. Um, it's just not worth anyone's time, really, because everyone's busy trying to get on with their lives rather than persecute people who's constantly sending this stuff. I don't know why she had her DMs mm-hmm. open. She needs to turn them off, but really there's just... Um, yeah, it's it's just not excuse to it's just sad and part of it is anonymity on the internet affords people the confidence to do stupid things they wouldn't even dare do in real life. It's loads of people like that. They're hating like that. Anything I say, like if I'm scathing against someone, I would say them to their face. Including all my critiques on 343. I'd have a very heartfelt conversation. Not like obviously some humility because these are people who are vastly more talented than I am in making video games yeah. we have never done but I want to yeah. have a conversation with them so well at the same time like what is going on like you don't seem to have the right mindset uh, forgive me but obviously the benefit of the doubt let me talk to you about it but that's not the attitude people have they haven't been brought up properly as I'm sorry but just because you're on the internet. Yes, I get it. Sometimes things can spill over. You're having fun. I make source video. My next source video is going to be very risky. Um, and it's kind of like, but it's in the sense of com- comedy. I'm inspired by comedians. My One of my number, maybe the top uh, influences on my life or my people I look up to is Dave Chappelle. And, you know, yeah. he has done a lot for discourse and free speech and also being funny. He's just... I think there's a lot of utility in what Dave Chappelle does, and then I will do the same thing. And there's a fine line there between being critical, being funny, being doing it for the craft, make entertaining people, and then becoming really toxic. And the lines are there's always a line, but no one dictates the line. It's always constantly in the ebb and flow. But with this fiasco, there's a clear, clear line. There's a clear line there. You I mean, they're not they're not sending an angry or threatening message to get the release date. They're sending it because they're not going to get it. Right. I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, why do you think showing a gross picture or a or violent picture or anything like that would, yeah. what were the words you use? Would uh, coax it out of, I don't know what word you use to, to get, to get a release date out of them. Um, I think it's the mark of a helpless frustrated angry miserable tactless Incel, person sad Incel yeah somewhere right in a, in a, like, in a i can do nothing somewhere. about it People, like i plan i need to plan my year i need to know when the release date is so <laughs> i need to plan my my holiday and if i don't know the release date and i'm like well we can't give you the release date I'm like well here's the here's the angry inappropriate uh dm and you know gas mm-hmm. why why we have such a funny way of treating the social media space someone will do someone can dm now i'll I'll be i'll take it on me right some people dm me and call me terrible names or say disgusting vile acts about me regarding xbox and they have (laughs) no problem with it but me i would never think about showing people their name and calling them out by name publicly. So, like, why doesn't a developer at Sony Santa Monica, they scratch out the picture, they scratch out the username because they don't want them to get harassed. Why? Mm-hmm. I think there may be some that? legal reasons there as well. Like, perhaps also there would be other controversies that would follow from it. 
what's the utility in them doing it? They can handle it other ways. The, they they do the right thing there on an individual level. Why I, would, I don't understand I why why is that the right thing to not, you know? Uh, I mean, if they name and shame, I'm not saying that 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 they shouldn't name and shame. In my opinion, they should. Um, but at the same time, that can like get be controversial and they're just like or does it just make things worse like once you name and shame that person's going to go above and beyond to docs and find you personally and it just never ends you have to understand a lot of these are cowards and they don't think about the ramifications of what they do say studio santa monica call out that person that person gets a reality check as some kid who doesn't know what he's doing and then ends up killing himself uh, what happens then? Then you've yeah. got a whole host of issues. That's why it's like, don't want to take the risk of that. What's the utility in doing that? Weigh mm-hmm. up the risk. Just, just tell them not. No. I mean, they got yeah, better things to do. Than cool it doesn't that. make sense because one of, um, I'm going to leave this developer out of, of mention uh, for now. But, you know, there's a developers working on a game that doesn't have a release date and they are getting threats from their user base as well and spoke up on twitter about the outpouring of support from the community when when the developer says look we're just a small team and uh, we're getting so many hateful and angry and insulting dms and people threatening our lives because we we can't tell them when the game's ready and then they put out a video saying we are so grateful for the thousands of people who've reached out and supported um that is really super incredible. Uh, I like that to see was, a lot more yeah. of that. Yeah, because that's good. you know, uh, Aaron Greenberg of Xbox told me one one time. He said, "You know, I noticed Colt that you get into the mess, you get into the arguments of people in the console wars and stuff." And I said, "Yeah, you know, I try to give him one or two responses, and then just mute him and leave." He goes, "He goes, you need to do that because he said his advice to me was." There are three, they're the 3% that act like that. And so that's all of your time you should give them is 3%. And no, I've not never forgotten. That, but yeah. No, it was a great point. Uh, shout out to Aaron Greenberg. How tall is yeah. he? Um, Maybe a little bit taller than me, I think. Okay. Yeah, he's not short. He's not super tall, but yeah, I think he's probably right around 5'10", maybe. Yeah, and the biggest yeah. smile in the world. So yeah, a really cool guy. He seems like a cool guy. I like him. He's very, very cool. Well, I've never um, met him, but yeah. So we we kind of touched on this thing about Forza. Um, <laughs> that I think we kind of covered it already. That the, that you know people are treating like the devs like they're lying. It's not just Digital Foundry. A lot of people are really incredulous about how that game is actually going mm-hmm. to look. I think we kind of covered that. You can but, be confident when the game comes out. Be very confident about how that's doing. All that stemming from insecurity because it's really embarrassed Gran Turismo from its early showing. Things can go wrong, but I'm very confident Forza wiping the floor with uh, Gran Turismo. If it doesn't, that's an L, but Forza, I'm very sure. It's just, I think comprehensively, like, Gran Turismo was lauded for being more of a a sim than Forza. Now, because it's next-gen only, it's got 48 more physics calculation, tire burning, and all of that stuff with the visuals, with ray tracing, with all of that, and dynamic time of day, um, which is restrictive on Gran Turismo. There's no comparison. So that yeah. comes from a lot of insecurity. But I've got all the receipts, and I'm saving them for when I slap you in my next source video, as well as when the game comes out. Because I'm confident. And if the game does worse than Gran Turismo, then... 
uh, in terms of critical reception and whatever, visual performance, et cetera, or ray tracing, then come at me. And I'll say, you know what? You're right. I'll take the uh, Here's Here's the killer. I think this was Hazador that brought this up, who's on Twitter. He's a great guy. I've known him for like five or six years. Hazador said that typically Xbox games don't, how do I say this? Because I don't remember exactly how he said, but they don't downgrade what they show. They basically, sh- the tip Xbox typically shows the game and then it ends up looking like they showed it. And you could take that two different ways, guys. Think about some of the games that have come out that have only really gotten better at launch or after support that Xbox doesn't show a game like watchdogs where it looks like mind blowingly incredible. And then the game comes out and it's like, oh. <laughs> right. So yeah. I, I feel like in my memory, when he said that, I'm like, yeah, Xbox typically almost always shows their game and it looks like what they showed before. You don't see a major downgrade and you see that sometimes with big games like you do battlefield you 2042 do. or, Right? Yeah, generally. I, I don't do. know. Have, have you thought of that before? I'll be honest. The biggest downgrade ever in last gen for me was Crackdown and its cloud tech. Um, that was the absolute slap in the face. And I vouched for Xbox there. And I got burnt by that cloud tech because you had the demo of the bullets shooting through and doing yeah, impossible physical physics. You didn't get burned. You didn't get burned. The guy walked and went to another co- co- uh, another company and broke contract. He left yeah. them high and dry. So and Xbox so didn't under deliver. They got burned. They did. They, they got burned. Then they under delivered. Ultimately, you know, uh, what? how does that give, uh, give me any solace that Crackdown ended up being whatever it should have been? It was an embarrassing game. Like, multiplayer was dead in two days or three days. It was horrible. Um, so, yeah. But I actually like Crackdown, um, the single player. Yeah, I actually I completed too. it. Um, so, yeah. I, I love the single player. Yeah. That multiplayer was too choppy. And uh, yeah, they didn't, they didn't deliver. Uh, everything. Hargit Chani's got a <laughs> uh, 2200 Halo credits. He said teabag in style with this code. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what he's referring to there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, on the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> that is that is the whole, total opposite. He also uh, has t- Hargit, thanks for the $10 super. He says, if a kid's now, this is part of what we're talking about, that if you've got an underage kid, um who sending is sending those. lewd pictures like that's a whole other legality issue uh it, someone needs to be prosecuted for this there's a multiple now, that's what i want to ask you is there minefield. is there is there a like is i guess the chat kind of covered it like it's illegal but they just don't see it as a big enough deal to go after it and put it's just logistically it. it's just not going to be possible to enforce against everything you think so santa monica is going to be sitting there and then dealing with prosecuting They'll deal with so much stuff. It's just utility. Just move on. Like, what's the point? What are they doing? Unless they have to feel really low, obliged to arrest or prosecute someone. And then it ends up being like a 16-year-old as a child. What are you going to do? You're going to drop it anyway. And then legals or, and lawyers involved. No, and, and, just... and the logistics of tracking people down isn't uh, cut no, and dry. No, yeah. Risky for the it's biscuit with Australian $3. Thank you, Risky. He says, we're starting early. I demand a longer show. I promised Gaz I wouldn't keep him too long. But... Um... It's all good. Ah, I'm it's all good, though. Um, the downgrade thing. I think about Stay Decay. Stay Decay looks so, like, three times better than it did at launch. Uh, I, I stand by Hargeet, and I stand by you as well, Gaz. I think a lot of Xbox's games would be much better if they gave them one extra year. 
Uh, I've been playing Sea of Thieves, a game I didn't like. I've been playing it with my kids, and we're having a really great experience. Game looks incredible, and they but it but it has like three or four years of updates and upgrades. Yeah. update upgrades. That's one of the benefits, I guess, of a live service game. It comes out pretty hollow, and then after a few years, it becomes fully formed. And Sea of Thieves crummy, is very but... hollow, very hollow when it came yes. out. Now look at it. But, but why? Like when a game comes out, I don't want to sit back and go, well, I know how things go. I'll just wait three years. Like you want to play a game when it comes out, you know, but I uh, mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of, oh, I've seen this excuse so much with Halo. It's a live service game. What did you expect? Uh, the base features that the, all the games before it came out with. Don't do that. It's such corporate shilling. I've seen this corporate shilling for Xbox focus in the next 12 months. So it's fine. I'm like, are you going to parrot the line? That's device. This is what's happened. Xbox has had those two delays. Like, right, we need to come up with a strategy. How do we deal with this showcase? All right. Let, and they've whatever testing they've come up with in the background, or right, let's just focus on the next 12 game months. Mm -hmm. Angle it this way and show an abundance of games because we don't have anything first party. People are going to talk about it, but we can just divert attention to that. That's the same that kind of been mentality. Nice. That would have been nice heads up. And another heads up, I haven't done the entire show. We have over 730 people who are watching. If you enjoyed the show or have been enjoying your time here, hit the like button. If we can get that up to 500, that would make sense. We've had a great audience mm -hmm. of over 700 people here. And Gaz and I have been uh, sweating through some particularly rough <laughs> topics, but uh, it's been a really good time. The chat's been incredible. I've had more chance to check it out today. And uh, thank you for hitting like and showing your support. This also goes wow. up on demand on Spoodle, Spoodle, Spoodle and Google Spoodle. Fi. <laughs> Spoodle and Google Fi and uh, Crapple Podcasts. There you go. No, but um, yeah. I don't know. You, you know, that's funny. Somebody said something about the the Arc developer that Vin Diesel Arc Two looks so beautiful, but I know uh, what Arc One looks like. I don't know. I don't know. They what, need to uh, put me. You, you can't. Uh, how can you do that? I can you say in engine like showcase and you show one dude. thing that looks completely CGI. You're gonna get destroyed when that game comes out, and for their good game reason. Is, I don't know. I don't. Unless it they does also, come out looking that good, because I don't think it will. Yeah. Who was this? Uh, Admiral says Atlas, which is like the Sea of Thieves competitor, which looks incredible in the trailer. But I'm like, I just don't know if the game actually looks like that. Like, I, I played Ark Survival Evolved on the Series X. Like, I got a full Series X enhancement. Oh my it took God. forever to download it. And it looked nasty. This <laughs> oh, nasty. Boy, day one on Xbox, it was ridiculous. It was like, it does not. It still does not. Res was disgusting. I played the game and my character took a and then I ate said and then I poisoned myself. And I was like, what is this game? <laughs> Did you get but an achievement for I, that? I don't no, know. I Ar yeah, <laughs> yeah. Arc, Arc is in a new engine, but um, it's the next generation know. thing. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, maybe this will yeah. be. It's so funny when we, we're going to let's get it. This will be a nice segue. You look at these studios and they make a couple of games and they're kind of finding their way. And then they start making incredible stuff. When you look at Naughty Dog, they used to make these little you know, Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that, right? And now look at them. You just have to give these studios time, and we're starting to see Xbox studios really start to stretch these legs. But gosh dang it, Gaz, you did a great video about 2022. Um, I want you to talk about the future and what's going on, uh, kind of as you covered in your video, because 
there is a lot of doom and gloom. Xbox actually has a pretty nice looking 2022 in the fall, but it's not anything they've made. They've got Plague's Tale mm. Requiem is on Game Pass. High on Life looks fantastically fun. They've got Warhammer Darktide, which if you've played the Warhammer games, those are so fun with friends. They've got these, yeah. all these little things that are coming that are going to be really cool for the end of the year, but their first-party studios are not here. So, not, yeah. I mean, I've covered this in my video, and I, um, I saw a lot of apologists not very few, if anyone, well, a couple of people had some good retorts, but the rest of us complete. Uh, one of them was, we've got Game Pass. And if you start using Game Pass to, as an excuse for the anemic first-party AAA content, then you're, you've already lost any you, argument. You can use Game head. Pass if they're grabbing big games like Saints Row or Gotham Knight. Because they're like uh, uh, hmm. the Harry Potter game. like Because we know what's coming. Oh, let me throw this yeah. in here because no one's talking about this. I, I, I want I want you to get back to this in a second here, but supposedly that Avatar first person and like eye melting game is supposed to come out this November, but we've not really seen it. Like, is this game actually really coming out? There's some I, big things coming well, out this year. I mean, uh, did you know this? That? I didn't know it was coming out. In November. Avatar, is that actually like confirmed? Frontier or something? That means either the... it's a rubbish game or because they haven't shown anything. Like, what's going on? Like that that's weird. I I, mean, I don't know. I don't know about that, but there is coming out. It looks really amazing, but let's see what that is. Yeah. But it's, in terms uh, of like going, yeah. It's Ubisoft, right? And yeah. they've really tried so. to change their approach. And it, it I watched the trailer and the engine in the trailer looks like the freaking movie, but um I don't know. November? That's I don't know. That'd be a good surprise, but yeah, I mean, generally, yeah, just like the Xbox, uh, ha- the fact that it has done not a single AAA first party exclusive. It, I, when's the last time it had that? I don't Never. think I can remember. Never. 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 I don't think ever. I don't think. That's I don't disgusting. think ever in twenty. <laughs> and I, I said this to somebody on Twitter because they were like, "What happened to twenty twenty two? I'm like, "You realize, never in their twenty years have they not had a first party game." Never, like, I don't think a first party AAA game. They've got Pentiment and Obsidian's Grounded releasing, but I don't think those kind of cut it on the live. But you know, it hasn't, and it will change um, next year. Hope I think next year will be the turning point where I don't have to have this conversation before, where I don't have to co- tolerate uh, loads of excuses from communities giving eight out tens and straining themselves and putting their uh, glasses away. I'm just, I'm sorry, but I just think yeah. it's so disingenuous for some of the people who talked about first party all day, the run up to the showcase event, all they talked about this coming out, a killer instinct, everyone's going hyped and all these content creators going, this is going to be in here. This is going to be there. And when nothing was there, you literally had a repeat of last year's show, Starfield and Forza and, Start, uh, Red 4, except you've got mm-hmm. gameplay for them, and now you're going to tell me this is an epic show, this is such a cop-out, such a cop-out, and people are like why do you care about first-party exclusives, just a console war point, no it's not Xbox themselves, Phil Spencer in his own mouth has said the importance of first-party exclusives but, what I, I'm critical of it because they faltered, they relied they put their eggs on the Starfield basket it failed, but next year that's all going to change, then it goes it's to crazy. another then it goes another problem. Then you've got too many games. I'm not going to complain about that. I'm just worried about the developers who have their time to shine in a very saturated market. Assuming yeah. that happens, it's going to be amazing. And I mean, hopefully the COVID thing, 
I swear you do not use COVID for next year as an excuse. Uh, in 2023, I swear to God. Um, but well, here's let me let me throw some perspective in there. Uh, 2018 is when they established Xbox Game Studios. That hmm. makes next year year number five. How long does it take to make a AAA game? Yeah, five years, say, right? Well, say five. Six, six. If you throw in two years of COVID, so basically what you're looking at is everything has to release in 2023 because that's what it, they they acquired the studios in 2018. But the, here's yeah. the weird thing: why isn't there some overlap? Why you like they acquired Obsidian in 2017 or 2018 or 2019? It might have been 2019 for Obsidian. They acquired them. Like, how come they didn't have something in the works? that overlapped and like bunny hopped in, but they, but these studios did outer worlds was, was a multi-plat death loop and ghostwire Tokyo or multi-plats like, and uh, wasteland three is a multi-plat. So they acquired all these students, but half of them. And I've said this on my show, we're making games for PlayStation. So it was like, it was the perfect, terrible storm where Xbox has has no games. (laughs) It's going to be done. In 2022, and, and Stalker, they got invaded oh, in Ukraine. Stalker was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's right. That's mad situation. And then so. Starfield needed a delay, and so did Redfall. And and that's imagine, fine if those games get uh, delayed because they need to be delayed. But still, and imagine bro, it was that. a perfect storm. Yeah, <laughs> and imagine it was a perfect being storm. Matt Booty, who's got 15 studios to bring. They Bethesda comes in, and they already yeah. got contractual obligations. And they're sitting there like pulling their collars out, like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? Yep. Hopefully this is over in 2022. And then Todd's like, Yeah, that Starfield, uh, it looks like no yeah. sky. We gotta delay it. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. It is. Um, it is like literally that's what happened. Ultimately, um it, it landed that way, but ultimately we can't make excuses for a Microsoft that has 23 studios under its belt and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. okay, what's your excuse for uh, Perfect Dark and the initiatives running? That's terrible. The mismanagement that they've come out for the people who have left the game. You've got Dan Nurberg I put in the video. He was the game yes. director. Two of the people in this video are senior people have left what, what's going on? You've had people from Perfect the Studio Initiative saying they weren't being heard and painful, slow development under labs. Yeah. You know, just because they've acquired the studio doesn't mean it's going to be a surefire hit. They've grown so fast that the transition to to dealing with that it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But I'm not going to sit and make excuses. And I've, I see the same faces there. They're like, "Oh, you hate Xbox? Why would you like Lanzo's in every video of mine?" Just it will give every show a 10 and every show oh. a 10. And I don't think, and I hate that of anyone uh, or an Xbox fan just bending over backwards to make excuses for Xbox. Cause I can, I can bet you now, if we were in a private room with Phil, Matt, Booty, and all, well, Phil and Matt, and they would say, look, yeah, just a perfect storm is rubbish, but next year will be better. They will admit that is a failure. That's exactly failure. what they said to Hargeet and I at we were we were just off to the side it was hargy dark cmf and i talking to matt and everyone was kind of out and away so the only people could hear matt's voice were the three of us and like uh xbox's little camera crew came around and recorded listen to him yeah what did he say and matt said well matt was very visually frustrated he's like it's just so difficult like if we want, if we could get the games out, we would get them out. They're just not ready. And he said, "But next year is so ridiculous 
that I literally have a spreadsheet where I have to figure out how games won't step on each other's toes and how everybody gets their Next. due because because we had Starfield and Redfall coming and they had to be delayed and we want to do what's right for the game. But what that yeah. means is you have to take the punishment and yeah. um and as us Xbox fans or anybody who creates content or has you know a strong presence on social media where you talk about your favorite platform it's a very difficult thing and people will throw insults at you because a company you don't manage is having a very difficult situation and even yeah. PlayStation who's had an incredible 2022 they have literally six major AAA games from first party two of them are remasters a couple of them are sequels and mm -hmm. um or three of them are sequels uh, but a really great first party well, outing I mean, they've had Gran Turismo and Forza Horizon, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and those are great, obviously. Mm -hmm. well, you know, whatever. Uh, they're still great. And they may potentially but, have God of War, potentially. But, I mean, I don't well, know what you call this. I don't know what you call this word. It's not, an, I, don't, I wouldn't call it an excuse. PlayStation didn't have three or five years where their parent company was just like, we don't care. We're, we're done. They had That's, Terry Meyerson. Absolutely. They, they told Phil... You know, I don't know. You know, we we tried. You know, the Connect did really well. The Connect Two didn't do well. Um, we're, you know, why push all this money in here? And it was Phil that said, "Look, if you give me the reins and you give us some funding, we can do some incredible things. Gaming is bigger than ever." And Satya was like, "We're all in." But PlayStation has never had that. They've been in the business for twenty five plus years, and it's always been, "Hey, you're doing great." Sony's just giving them money. And my favorite thing, guys, is people are like. Xbox is only doing this because they have all this Microsoft money. It's like, where do you think PlayStation gets it? They get it from Sony. <laughs> Sony's a really great, big, successful company. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. I mean, Sony is okay, that that we're going to see. It's a long term run of of this race. Um, and yeah, I think Xbox's fate as far as AAA performance will change next year massively. I there will always be questions on quality. Um, I will always ask. Uh, I will always push them again, like uh, Dan Lazaro with the super chat goes. Wah, guess Dan Lazaro just gets intolerant of any critique of uh, Xbox as well. And I'm so glad you're there. And I see you writhing around, and I will crap on you day on day because Xbox doesn't improve because of you. It doesn't. It doesn't. If they Xbox listen to these people, they literally would have Xbox One Connect. Sitting there playing Connect Sports three today, it would just be there I know. I know it. from talking to you people guys, at Xbox, stop. they don't they don't hear the apologists. They hear yeah the constructive criticism. The people who say, "Hey, I really like this studio. I really appreciate it if they were doing this, or you guys need to correct this." But they yeah. don't respond to you guys suck, right? Uh, Sweetie misses. I missed your I missed your super chat an hour ago. I'm so sorry. Thanks to my great mods for keeping a track on that. Thank you, Happy Bomb says. Yeah. Sweeping Vistas with Australian Five says Starfield mm. will have one thing Fallout seventy six didn't have. Mm. Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil I mean, Spencer. I don't think yeah. Phil Spencer really uh, applies to the formula. But I will tell you, Sleeping Vista, one thing that Fallout seventy six will have, or Starfield will have that Fall seventy six won't have is Todd Howard. Now, this isn't something that people really pay attention to, Gaz, but Todd Howard was mostly absent and not directly involved with Fallout 76. It was put on another part of the team. He's been mostly keeping an eye and building Starfield. And so when people <laughs> use Fallout 76 as ammo against Starfield, it's like you just got to do a little bit of research. So 
the magic of Todd Howard, whether you believe his lies or not. Oh, I cannot wait to play it. Yeah. Uh, Dan Lazaro, yeah. the two dollar, he wants to come, he wants to flex, and uh, we love him for it. He says, You repeat your whiny points daily, guys. You're Good. tired until they fix until they fix their stuff. I don't what the last thing I want is for them to listen to you, Dan Lazaro, or you, Lanzo, with your $10 super check. Stop the cap. I've never given an Xbox show a 10. I gave the last one an 8. You gave this last one an 8? Oh, well, you're going to probably give the next one a 12 because <laughs> that would probably well, be a good show. An eight's an not an eight. I'm a PC gamer and Xbox shows a don't... lot for me. The question is, did Xbox offset its first-party crap with third-party? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. I'm sorry. It didn't. Xbox has thinned out the source a bit in 2022, but in 2023, it'll be thick and creamy. Also, play Corv's people. I think it means chorus. It's a masterpiece. Thank you, Alvin. Yes, there's a, that's a great Where game. Where are you getting um, these? Oh, you're so this fast. This is a super chat. Uh, you're so just, fast. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just trying to yeah. keep, I'm just trying to keep up. Last year, um, last year, Xbox did well. I gave them did their it really due. Well. Did it really well. Did it really well. There you go. It was a great show. You know what? It was brilliant. I, I'll go to bat for a couple of these comments that that you're going against because that first and second half or that first third and, and last third were really good for me. That middle was terrible for me. So mm. I don't score shows, but I just, oh, hold on. I have to look at my screen uh, so I don't get cut off uh, over here. Yeah. The show was like, you know, it's just a dip. Um, and I don't want the dip. If mm, the dip. <laughs> the, yeah, I don't no, want the dip. If, I'll give if, it. I'll give it six only because Kojima was there. Starfield looked good. Forza looked great, and the surprise yeah, yeah. of the show for me was high on life. Um, yes, but even yeah. That's, Let me read yeah. a couple supers. Huggy Johnny with the five. Huggy Johnny with the five dollars <laughs> says for the for the U.S. Indo- I, I actually sing a song. To Hargy every day when I get a Hargy Johnny today, and then he does his <laughs> laugh like stop. Hargy's great. He says for the U.S. Independence Day Fourth of July, here's Assassin's Creed Three Remaster. Oh, that's so fantastic! So, which takes place in his native Boston, and he has the global code for that. That's awesome. Uh, talk and shoot gaming with the five dollar. Thank you, Talk and Shoot. He says whenever you guys talk about Forza Motorsport, we know graphically it looks good, but how do you think it will hold up as a true racing simulator? This is mm, I don't good question. This is kind of my wheelhouse. Um, Forza has been behind in the wheel driving wheel support and some of the really specific racing simulator things like the, the pit stops are coming back. They've done tire modeling and and weather and track stuff that's going to be really great. I won't get into that technical stuff, but as far as like getting knocked down for cutting track, that's something that hasn't been in Forza. But then yeah. you also have to ask, what are you looking for in the game? Like, yeah. what, what, a balance what, to me yeah, what do you, what yeah. gives you your most enjoyment? Uh, maybe it's probably better to have those things and be able to toggle them off. So uh, hopefully we'll hear more about that in the coming months about how they, they don't like project cars and a set of Corsa are perfect sim racers and I racing. Right. But they're yeah. not, they're not all that fun for most racing fans. Yeah. Uh, and I don't speak for most racing fans, but Forza is big for a reason. The Forza Motorsport series is the higher rated game because it feels better, plays better, and it looks better. And Forza actually, Forza, Turn 10 actually did a tweet, guys, where they said, basically the tweet was, our game looks better than everyone else's. Yeah. Um, they did. I don't know why Paul Smith's comment got deleted by Happy Bomb. I thought it was hilarious. Um, well, <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I'm not looking at the chat right at this moment. You probably so I don't want to it. read that. But that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll Sorry, save it for post show. Hargit yeah. Johnny today with the $10 says, <laughs> I love you, Hargit. Technically, Xbox did release a AAA game. I, I got to say, Hargit's awesome. When we were at Fat Fest, when I'm talking about that conversation with Matt Booty, like he stepped right up and just like started asking questions. Like it was so That's- cool. Yes. It's so cool because this is a guy who's been in everyone's chats. He's he's on your podcast. He's part of your team. But yeah. he just like he was just right there. He's just like, this is what I'm doing now. It's so awesome. Anyway, I did not he know says, that, Hoggy. Respect. I need to get you some like microphone gear. When we're there together, we'll just hammer some oh, interviews. Yeah, he's gonna and be ask great real questions. Yeah. yeah, he's really, really good. Like he and he's That's of course he's he's professional. Like you have to ask it. He asked like the tough question. Because he's the one that asked Matt about the 2022. He's like, you know, 2022 is real light. And he was really <laughs> can, good about it. Like, he was like his a, voice. <laughs> yeah, he was like a like a game developer or a game journalist. So like it was great. Uh, but with Hargeet's face, he says, he says, technically Xbox did release a triple A game <laughs> this year, Ghostwire, and we will get <laughs> Deathloop on Xbox Game Pass this year. Last year, Sony Studios put out two games i've heard him and he and he elevates his voice when he says that they had two games last year <laughs> yeah. sony has 21 studios to xbox's 23 just saying Hargit will not give up not give up but like i said six games for them this year zero six triple a's for playstation zero for xbox from their first party so i don't know a lot of sequels and remasters from playstation but uh they're great looking games. Yudani Kizada, thank you for the ten dollars. Says in the United States we spell canceled with one L. In England they spell it with two L's. If you're wondering why, it's simple. We hand him the extra L in seventeen seventy six. The irony of an American talking about the comparative educational system of our country. Wow. At least we can spell. When, <laughs> when literally in our country we are we are taking major L's every day, uh, but we love it here. And the weather's great. We love it here in America. Actually, but I actually anyway. would love to move to the States instead, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, Guess yeah, it. yeah. Well, I'm trying to get you to come over here. But Alvin why. with the $5. Thank you, Alvin. Says, Xbox has thinned out the sauce a bit. And t- oh, you read that one. The thick and creamy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And the way you read it, it was even better. But uh, <laughs> so t- the 2022 problem, um, you you spelled out some of the things that people don't like to talk about. State of decay being in like having its own little kind of hiccups and they're having problems mm. with, with, with people in the studio and perfect dark. Like what's going on with perfect dark. When you, perfect when you dark, outline I'm it in really video, it sounds about. really messy. I think perfect dark. I'm really concerned about you've got crystal dynamics coming in to develop the game. You've got these key pers- personalities, the same reason why everyone is touting quadruple a and 50% of their people are pretty much left. And what's happened? I heard those excuses before. You see, you when when um, Drew Murray left, mm-hmm. you said that oh, the create he's a creative director. He's already done the creative stuff. They're an incubator studio. They build this game, then they give it off. They were all by design, and that's why he left. But the game director, lead level designer, leaves. Go on their page now. Go on uh, perfect. Go on, go and check their website and look at the roles that they're hiring for. Still really senior ones. Same thing with Fable, by the way, although I'm not that worried with Fable because uh, Playground games inspire a lot more confidence. 
But mm-hmm. I'm worried about it because apparently they may perfect dark may. Uh, this is from Kotaku. They're talking to this person may may p- end up being a soft reboot, and that's that's a huge L. That that's giving me you know vibes of uh, what's that game? Uh, a soft mind, reboot. Basically, they were saying that the game is miles years away from release. The same one of the employees, and it wouldn't surprise them if it ended up being a soft. I'm not saying it will be a soft reboot, but that's what they were saying that it wouldn't surprise them. It's a comment that's like a takeaway comment. I think we can all agree with Perfect Dark and the legacy is so high because and the N64 days it really was something special. Um, Perfect Dark needs to be incredible from the effort. It needs to that- be. It needs to land like. The Rolling. Tomb Raider reboot did, and I think Daryl Gallagher yeah, plans yeah, to do that. Point. I'm that's not. Great I'm not worried about that. Like Daryl Gallagher is probably maybe he's the problem. Maybe he's like, no, what I say goes. Uh, I know what I'm doing with this reboot. Look at what I did with Tomb Raider, and people mm. come with these ideas. He's like, no, we're not. We're, we want to make a conventional game. I think the team mm. came. Uh, risk it. I'm going to grab your super chat because it lands in here pretty nice here in a second, but. Daryl Gallagher's like, I don't want these unconventional, you know, wild, episodic or whatever type ideas. Like, we need to hone in and make a great narrative-driven action-adventure game like I know how to do with my team and that Crystal knows how to do. And he's looking at Avengers that Crystal was pushed on with uh, Square Enix and is like, this is what we're doing. And it probably ticked off a lot of people, and I don't blame them. I've been on creative teams. When your voice isn't heard, it sucks, and you want to leave. You want to tell the guy to shove off and you don't want to be there because your talent and your time is being wasted. I don't blame them for Why leaving. Why is the game director left, though? Why is uh, Dan Nurberger left? I don't remember why he left, but I we don't know. He just apparently the, just left it very quietly. He hasn't given a reason. He hasn't even given a reason yet, by the way. Yeah, well, I mean, we could only assume. but I, uh, And that's all assumptions at this point because ultimately, for all we know, for all we know, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Gallagher. Um, Gallagher, Gallagher was probably has may could be the one is like, look, I have a vision. Mm-hmm. I need to push this. I know how crystal dynamics and what he's doing. The departures may be a good thing. It might be a necessary. There's a stretch here, but it may be necessary to deliver a great game. If you look at Denny Villeneuve, who delivered an incredible Dune. Do you know this guy is so good? I bring yeah. Dune again, but you know what? I this guy's a genius. He said. And you know, Dune Dune gave birth to sci-fi. Star Wars copied Dune. Everything copied Dune, basically. But Denny Villeneuve, when he was creating the movie, he said, I don't want anyone's vision. It was going to be my one. It was going to be mine. No one else's. I know exactly what to you... do. To think of that, that level, to, to deal with Dune and have that confidence and that much commitment to your vision, especially after what happened with Blade Runner 2049, brilliant mm-hmm. work of art. Yeah, critically failed. But then he comes back to Dune and says, I'm going to make this incredible. No one else. My vision. I know what it's done. And look at what he created. Incredible. And that's da- 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 Darren Gallagher. What's Gallagher, basically? Daryl Gallagher. Yeah. Daryl Gallagher is also a proper visionary. He, he has a incredible uh, legacy. You can, so there could you be can... that as well I, I need to interview them but everyone's like silent yeah, right you know, right so hard i to know hold of you, you can throw as much money you can mm. throw unreal engine 5 you can throw hardware you can throw all these things that 
everyone in on Twitter and Reddit think what make an amazing game, but the thing that makes an incredible game is the vision and the people that can create something. And when you say that doesn't look next gen, that looks next gen. What you're actually saying is that team was directed by people that understood the attention to detail and what makes something beautiful. Sometimes it can be, uh, this scene looks so realistic, but someone goes, it needs this to sweeten it up. This is what pops in people's eyeballs. And, um, it's so funny when I was driving home today, I had on my sunglasses and they're polarized and, and the sky looked amazing. And since I'm such a video game fan, I'm like, gosh, dang, that is so beautiful that I can appreciate the real world. I took my sunglasses off. I'm like, Oh, it looks plain. I'm like, this happens (laughs) in video games where they're like, you, you got to make everything sweet. And Daryl Gallagher is saying that this game needs to, we need to do this. This is what's going to make it absolutely incredible and it's that talent and passion and i also thought about starfield guys i was thinking about this today that you could hire on people that are technically incredible what they do they're great at open world they're great at making stuff look this certain way but what you really need is big leaders on the team that are so passionate about sci-fi they know about buck rogers and star trek and mass effect and star wars and they and they want to pour all the best parts into this game and and make an homage to what makes sci-fi and and pull from elon musk and nasa and all these things that make this amalgamation that makes starfield an incredible like sandwich of greatness and it doesn't mean you don't just bring on, you don't just hire all these people that just have a really great GPA in their college at art school, right? Yes, yes, and yes. That's what and Matt Booty like told what... us. He said video game. It's you know it isn't just oh. it isn't just making video games. It's, it, it isn't easy. You don't just make a video game. There's so many things that have to be working. Yeah, uh, I think he also said this in the interview Absolutely. that that I got from Xbox that I wasn't allowed to show most of it, but so I'll just paraphrase it. Matt explains that video games take a certain special, I'll just paraphrase my words, it takes a special sauce to create a video game that it just is, you can't just throw money and time at it. Like it, the magic, it's like make, writing a song or recording, it's art and it has to and be I'm done right. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that Matt Booty said that because that means that they understand. I'm not saying that they don't understand, but it shows that it's, they're not just heavily relying on their checkbook to, to try and produce quality and that they're learning. They're learning on the fly from these honestly xbox is very new at this they've had a rebirth in 2018 they were mostly dead they didn't yeah i mean they relied on 10 coalition studio was two racing studios and a halo studio which was trying to get on the ground and then uh a brand new studio when epic left to take care of gears so they were babies let me read risk it for the biscuits uh thank you so much risk it for being patient i get to talk to this guy on xbox so I can hear his voice when I read this, but thank you for the Australian $8. He says, I spoke to a former Santa Monica certain affinity dev. He told me that COVID set them back one month for setup and three months for everyone to settle in. So four wow. months, but I mean, we are, we are seeing proof that it is set them back a, an actual year. And then the dev. I get that the problems we had, you know, uh, the, who he, he's the, director at fable now he was the dirt five uh, uh technical director as well and he said that that the problems that covid had that just that introduced so many problems like even having people around you to look at 
what you're working on and working together or having access to hardware like the TVs, for instance. Not everyone's going to have access to see what that game looks like on that monitor. There are problems. No, there. they don't. So it, they, I've been, I went to the Xbox office and they have a dev kit sitting there in mm-hmm. one area where 20 people work. So anyone has access to that. Jim doesn't get to take that home because no one else can use the dev kit and punch in a yeah. game and see how things are running. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Gaz, yeah. I have ADD. I love <laughs> it. Um, it. There's just so much. <laughs> there's so much that goes into this. Oh, it was uh, George Foreman said here in the chat. He says Age of Empires. Uh, of course, they've got Horizon 5 DLC. That Hot Wheels DLC is going to kill it. It's going to be incredible. But where's Age of Empires? Like, I fully expected after the one-year period to get the console release like you did with, with uh, Flight Sim and... Oh my gosh, my brain is so fried right now. Gears Tactics. So whatever's taking that console version for Age of Empires is still not ready. But um, mm. I don't know. But you know what's funny? I will bookend all this by saying after all this, and I know this is true for guys, I still have not run out of games that I freaking always want to play. And I am not one guy... I'm. Gaz and I are very different. Gaz, like, he, he bites into all these little games, and he's moving all over the place. I sit down, and I play one game, then I finish it, then I try to move on to the next one. And I've played a lot of games, and I'm still not run out of fun games to play. And this fall is huge, no matter what you're on. We've got mm-hmm. we've got the Gotham game, Saints Row, is going to be su- stupidly fun. And uh, I don't even need to list them off. You already know. There's It's, it's going to be great. Uh, I can't wait for Xbox to get back on their feet, guys. Guess. I mean, they're, they're getting there. As far as first party, that's so relevant. People trying to downplay the importance of first party. You don't realize that's how you assess that platform health. That's how Xbox, the execs know it. They spend $70 billion for a reason. It is, all of that is future-proofing. That That is a reflection of the brand. It will always be the reflection of the brand. It will feed into the sales of that console. Now, Xbox is selling really well because of PlayStation's shortage. You can't buy PS5. I can go to Amazon right now, by the way, in the UK, and I'll I guarantee you the Series X and the Series S are on sale. You can buy it straight away. There it is. You I can, can buy get it the X on, Am- on in the UK on Amazon? Right now, literally, they're typing in the UK Xbox Series X. You can get it delivered by Prime today. It's, oh, it's, I say today is one AM, so I can get it today. But a uh, Monday, I'm in the future. For regular by price, seven PM, four hundred forty nine pounds. Xbox wow. Series S, two hundred forty today. This there on Amazon. I'll type in PlayStation Five. Yeah. I'll bet my my I'm, not my life. My PC. I'm in the US. I'm in the US, and it is seven hundred thirty dollars for a Series X in the US. But uh, I wonder why that's different. But yeah. yeah, you can't get a PS5. Yeah. No, I, I uh, actually, I meant to tell this story. <laughs> I can buy the controller. I can't buy the PS5. I meant to Sorry. tell this story. I was at a family outing, and my cousin was like asking me about Xbox stuff because he knows that I have an Xbox channel. And he says, uh, "You still doing the Xbox stuff on YouTube?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "You know, uh, he's a couple years younger than me." He goes, "You know, sometimes we just pick the wrong console." And I was like, and we're you standing in my kitchen, and I go, "You're gonna console war me in person in my house?" And he's and 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 then I, I smacked him in the arm, and we had a good laugh. And I said, uh, 
what have you been playing on your PS5? He's like, oh, I can't get one. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I just figured I would wait a little bit. I'm like, what did you wait for? Like, this guy's a huge PlayStation fanboy. Yeah. And I and when I used to use Twitter, like, he would post, like, this is greatness. I'm like, you're doing that on Facebook? But he's <laughs> such a cool, funny guy. So we had a good laugh about that. I thought, oh, it's so funny that, the, you know, the console war stuff can, it can actually happen in person, but with a smile and, uh, you know, no hard feelings, but uh, super it, you cool. know, So I'll then, so uh, then... <laughs> I brought him into this room and I said, have I shown you my setup? And he's like, no, I brought him in here and I gave him the one, two, three punch chat and audience and hit the like button. If you're enjoying the show, I have over here. Uh, I don't often move the camera, but I have, uh, maybe you can see it. I can't see this live, but yeah. I've got this yeah. track racer racing seat. Okay. Uh, and now my, my camera is going to fall. Now that I moved it. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> we'll deal with it anyway. Yeah. You couldn't see it, but. Um, I sat that track racer seat down and I loaded up Forza Horizon 5 and I've got the Bose Atmos theater system, LG OLED TV <laughs> screen on lock, 4K60, sat him down in the seat and had him drive and his mind, his little pony mind was blown <laughs> to the back of my couch. He goes, what is this? I go, this is Forza Horizon 5. This is the, the, the racer they came out with a few months ago. He's like, this is on your Series X? I go, yeah. He goes, what? why does it look? What, 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 what is this? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so cool. But he's such a cool guy. Um yeah, I don't know. I said, hey, man. The console war will happen all the time. The console war will happen all the time. I see it all this. Like, <laughs> Phil Spencer says, no, console war doesn't make sense. I was like, you're, you're completely alien to what human nature is like. It's like a sports team. You benefit from our hype. So for you to complain about it, I just find it so, like, short-sighted. We Obviously, I mean, it gets, it's... gets really toxic. But for yeah, the most yeah. part, that you know, we'll take it. I mean, the... The art benefits from it for a lot as well, and you know, so it's like I went to the gym. I went, or this is what this is how you know everyone console wars. I went to the gym and I was playing <laughs> with my with my friend Ben, and I kid you not, that this is if this was filmed, it would have gone viral. I was talking to. I was speaking about Halo at the time. This is last gen. And then the guy brought up Killzone. And I was like, in the gym, literally like doing bicep curls. I don't care. I literally have no filter. So I don't care if people are around me. And I'm like, there, I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? Killzone Shadowfall was absolutely shit. This is nonsense. Like, what are you talking? Don't compare it to Halo. And were you like bro, this while you're talking? Yeah. Well, my little arms. Obviously, I've lost my. Uh, completely my gains uh but yeah, i was doing that we was having this argument me and him and everyone everyone in the bro everyone in the weight section there was this beast of a guy with this like the guy i i used to like be intimidated by this guy this guy was a beast he was always quiet he had this like Doing four plates actually you push pushed mad weights on chest mad weights he comes in like Four plates each side. That's 20 kg plates, one plate. And he just gets up and he's there. And he's just to see the dreadlocks just moves it back. And he's like, bro, don't even compare Halo to Killzone. Bro, I was like, yo, I thought, and boom, no there's other people, bro. And then there's other people I have never talked to. And everyone was just like, yo, what is this? This is, and it was the most incredible, one of the, Funniest, hilarious, and everyone got involved. This guy was the nicest guy. 
beast of a man who's just going, no, what are you talking about? Killzone's an embarrassment. I'm so glad he was an Xbox fan. Uh, <laughs> he was like, on my so, side, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Take that. If and it's just uh, like, if we were toe to toe, like in these conversations, they'd be a lot more fun and enjoyable, and and not so yeah. terrible, right? Yeah, I so think, anyway, I think well, obviously with the internet, you it gets worse. Like King Thrash talks so much nonsense. The guy, in my opinion, I thought you said it to his face. As I say it to my face, what you're saying, like, mm-hmm. would you say it that way? Like, and if you did, then we'll things will we'll sort things out. But. You know, stuff like that happens. There were 666 people watching. That's the devil's number. Um, but <laughs> ult- <laughs> no, but uh, ultimately, like, you know, it is healthy. Spills out. It's part of the fun. For me, it's always been enjoyable. Console warring has always been just a feature of FASF, and I enjoy it. And then you, I know you now have been being really messy on Twitter, and I'm like, that's it, God. God, just be messy. But understand that, you know, we just human, man. It's human nature. I will never change. I don't care if people say, like, oh, you're being toxic. It's like, fine, but at least I'm entertaining. If I can make people laugh and have a good time, then I've done my job. But yeah, it's yeah, just, and I need great. to lighten up. I need to lighten up because, you know, it's been five or six years of constant bombardment of people who don't like Xbox. And you never know if someone's just like, you know, jabbing an elbow or not. I really yeah. need to lighten up. But yeah. um, but it's also kind of gotten worse. So some of the terrible things that people say. I mean, it, it, yeah, you got to feel be like if we were all in person, like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even like I in the next video, I'm sorry, Jason Schreier, but <laughs> it's quite raw. But I would like you to think I'd like to someone make a video on me and just like call me out and I'll come back and fire back. It's the way I brought up. It's always been the banter between my friends is raw, but we are still. My one of my best friends is like a little brother. Is a PlayStation fanatic. Me and him <laughs> go at it. You think we are just hurling abuse on each other, but like he's like my bro. I'll take a bullet for him. Um, but you know, it's just it's part of the discourse. I just want people to. I'd like people to embrace it. I also see a lot of, and I want to name names, people in the community who have this like stiff upper lip about, oh no, console war exists and that, and uh, I see all Paris Lily do it, and and I just think, okay, just stay in your lane because my patience is grating with this virtue signaling. Like, nah, like, I, I'm not going to ask people it. not to console war or whatever because anything can very preachy when you're just sitting there asking for free things. It's like to me, it's like don't well, you're not my dad. my RDX oh, friends were t- were were talking about people preaching about that stuff. Right. And, um, yeah. I'm like, it's one thing to say, you know, don't console war. Cause that can come off, uh, yeah. as snobby or whatever. Right. But the problem right now is harassing people personally, like personal attacks to other people, devs, industry journalists. Right. And this has been going on <laughs> where you've got a guy's like, wait, journalists don't use that word, but, uh, it's uh, the calling me out that, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I like Paris in real life, but you know, you, he, he, you, I just you like and that. dealer do that all the time. Face. I'm not going to name names, but Jim is Paris a real Lily. piece of crap. <laughs> but, um, but what's going on right now is you've got developers who are making games. They're, they're not out there fighting the console war. They're just trying to make the game and they're getting harassed. And then you got people like me who make videos about information that I hope is, close and i'm a liar but yeah whatever don't feel sorry for me 
that's what this podcast is about. That's why we keep it real. You're very super nice. I mean, he is nice. And then you're, at the same time, you are a big Xbox fan. You want Xbox to do well. I want Xbox to do well. But, and we project that in different ways. Um, and then I see that on the space. Some people who, you know, really high and mighty about their reviews or their so supposed impartiality, who are dangerous. People get free stuff or beg for free stuff and then talk about what people can't say. That is more dangerous than me making fun of Day Jason Schreier, in my opinion, because that's really? satire. Yeah. Oh, how how is it that these guys gatekeep discourse, tell people to behave a certain way, align themselves with corporations who then facilitate their voices, and then tell people to behave a certain way? Do this, don't do this. Do this, don't do this, and to, to give everyone speeches and how to behave. And then where's your free speech there? I'm doing satire. Yes, it's it's, well, yeah, it's loaded. Yes, it's funny. But, um, but what, I'm not telling you or demanding you behave a certain way. I'm yeah. Who but are if you, you if you if you grow a big following and corporations, you know, back you and send you free stuff, and you've got a big following and you have a platform where you say it's. I guess it sort of aligns with an actress going up at the gram or at the, not the Grammy, an actress going up mm -hmm. at the Oscars and saying. You know, this political stance is the political stance that everyone should have, right? We hate that, but uh, you kind of get an ambassador, though. If you get a somebody that's yeah. in the gaming community that has a big following and says, we shouldn't be doing that, and then people go, oh, you know, maybe they're right. No, don't do that. I, don't do this. Don't. No, what, is the free, what is the free, like, what does the free stuff have? any bearings on whether uh, well, I'll give you an allowed. example. I won't mention names this time, but it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, it would be nice. Dave says, it would be nice Kaz for me to get <laughs> described Colt. Says Colt oh, described Kaz. No, no. <laughs> don't, don't be too heavy-handed on the moderating. Um, but no, Colt is more real than you guys people. Colt, I just want you to be raw. I just want you to be just like, say what you want on Twitter, but don't, like, People, I don't know, man. They, they can go both ways. There could be a healthy debate about it. But one thing I'm yeah. proud of with Game On Daily, with me and Acer, we are independent. No company owns us. We will say what we want when we want mm -hmm. to say it. Um, and that I take a massive pride in that. And then I see all these reviewers who will sometimes critique other reviewers and then they tag in the review and their review. And then they're obviously like, that's dangerous because you can't trust their review because they're they're bought out whether you like it or not giving loads of games positive scores it doesn't make you get a great reviewer i see a lot of that in this space i see a lot of that i know i'm going on a tangent but i mean yeah, that's up to like you that's up to you or me or whoever in the chat right want any of you yeah. in the chat it's up to you if um i mean it actually doesn't take very many game reviews before you realize oh i don't line i don't align with that content creator mm. on their reviews i don't typically like the same things they like um yeah but and I've if you think someone is ones. saying that i get i get it all the time i don't do many game reviews but people think i gave crackdown a 10 i gave it a 7.8 but i freaking loved it i love that campaign we weren't allowed mm. to review the multiplayer uh i love well, the campaign it gave it seven, or two. 78 out of 100 you know one yeah what was that a b minus i loved it i mean but you anyway. loved it that's personal that's i mean that's yeah just, i mean i gave, I gave halo infinite's here. campaign a pretty high score i gave gears 5 a pretty high score i really enjoyed yeah. it i had an emotional moment at the end of, of halo infinite but uh then after <laughs> a little while you go hey stop it um, I, I felt yeah. for the pilot for a minute there uh whatever pilot. your name is i already oh. forgot pilot yeah anyway, exactly i don't know i don't know <laughs> no, but I mean, that's whatever the point. it's a review like, 
It's <laughs> it's fun. That's as long just, as there's uh, some, you gotta you gotta have some some sincerity there, I suppose. But yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. ACG, uh, ACG. I love ACG. Oh my, you and I had such a great time with him. I, oh, I, I need I to get him so on my show. Fun. I love that guy. He's amazing. And the one of the reasons I don't follow ACG because uh, no sponsorships or uh, or I don't really particularly follow him because he has great uh, which which he does great integrity. That's not the reason why I watch his reviews. Honestly, the reason why I watch his reviews is because I end up liking a lot of the ones that he says he likes. And that's yeah. really how you should look at reviews. Yeah, I say, you shouldn't exactly. use Metacritic. You should use your buddy, a reviewer, and mm-hmm. a Metacritic number. Combine those together and make a $60 yeah. or $70 yeah. purchase. And uh, somebody point. like ACG, he typically, hey, hey, this is a buy. This is a play now, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I like that game too. And that just continues to happen. So you trust a reviewer. I think that's totally yeah. cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. And generally, like, that's uh, that's why I like it. And there's so much there. Uh, and gaming discourse will change a lot. And we'll, you know, feel free to critique us. But here's the thing come I back. don't like is mm. people saying, you lied. The lies. The lies you give. It's like... um This like whole Fanim thing about the- you being on PlayStation, on Xbox's paycheck... And you oh, being gosh. like, and then yeah, obviously right. you pushed out a weird tweet or saying, like, I'm like, dude, what's that guy, Wooly Gamer, who's just desperate for attention, just yeah. nibbling at your knees. Yeah. like, And obviously you, I wouldn't push the tweet the way you did. Like, hey, I'm a flying up. But like, I know what you're trying to say. I'm like, you're out, just yeah. there talking nonsense, trying to get a bite. I'm actually doing something for the community. I'm going there and actually in the game. That's what you're trying to say. But yeah. for people, I know Colt, and I'll be real with you, you know, Colt is real. Like, he says everything we... He means it, what he says. Like, we th- now you've seen, I will say this, Colt, for you to have me on your show, it's not exactly like that alone should tell everyone. And I'm not trying to make big myself up, but just say, as my personality, and I don't, yeah. you, know, you can, I think everyone, irrespective of whether you agree with me or not, I don't mince my words. There's a reason you've had me there, obviously, a very good friend, you're one of my best friends, man. But it's also because, that you have you're not averse to critique you're not averse to real conversations and we will rip xbox apart if it deserves to be ripped apart and we will praise it massively colt you're you are an xbox guy you've done i've had a couple of guests on the show that the chat did not like being here but i'm like we can have a great discussion and the funny thing is you get let's say you get a strong playstation uh, you know this all too well. You get a strong PlayStation um, personality on your show, and yeah. the truth just manifests. You, yeah. you realize somebody like Marlon Gaming is not who you think he is. He is a gaming fan. He loves the great things of Xbox that are most appealing to him, and he loves PlayStation. And that discourse comes out among the shows. You and Asa get discourse going. It's great as you get that conversation going. I had Colin Moriarty on. I'd love to have Colin on again because I think we have a relationship as frayed a bit because I made that source video, which I understand. And I'm like, bro, like... Please understand it in the spirit. I think you should be grateful that we're having a lot. Here, but- there's one right here. Like someone said, Dreamcast is the worst guest I had on. I, I was really sick that day, but Dr- Dreamcast guy was great. We talked about a bunch of stuff that we liked Xbox. We had a little bit of critique, but most of the show was celebrating what the great trajectory Xbox was on over a year ago when they had a great E3. 
um the chat was not cool but he's a he's a good guy and these are all content creators and i know that i know we don't always agree with certain content creators and there's xbox guys that i don't agree with often but um sometimes you get a really good discussion and it's tough to get people on your show and for you guys um i just (laughs) you you just make up that other part i don't have because sometimes i'm a little too tightly wound or too professional-ish or too nerdy or whatever it's a good combo i love having you on your combo, you're you're not professional, and you'll entice people in, and you'll keep steer the conversation the right way. I'll be a bit of a loose cannon, but hope, maybe I'll hopefully ask the hard questions. But to the chat, and I see that they're like, you know, um, MBG. Uh, I come at MBG hard, but I I, I, I really think I would love to have him on. I would love, I'd love to. to have MBG on. I would love to have MBG on. There's a very different mark difference from MBG and then the clowns on the space who I won't mention by name this time. Like there's a big difference. MBG has pushed out some stupid tweets in my opinion. Stupid. And yeah, he constantly so wants Xbox to fail. <laughs> That's fine. But he's right. very different from some of the clowns in the space. I can have a conversation with him and I'm confident that if he came on, yeah. go live, we would have a good chat or an X and C would have a good chat. And that's what this show is about. Just keeping it um, real. It is. If- and I'll give credit to all of us because we're all thinking certain things, right? And we all have a very strong preference in what console we like or what type of games we like, right? And if somebody yeah. is counter to that, you feel threatened. And I know I feel that way. And if I had on a strong PlayStation personality, the chat would it would be like sandpaper. And I don't blame you. Um, I don't normally do that. We have different things that we do on the show, but um these that, Mystic, that yeah, preference for a wicked. Yes. And that, that preference is someone that says, I like Gran Turismo way more than Forza, or I only like PlayStation games. It's tough. It's tough yeah. to hear because yeah. we're convicted and we really like what we like for a reason. And we stand mm-hmm. up for it. It's our favorite team, right? So it's totally yeah. normal to feel that way. And yeah. when I get done with a show where I feel like the guest didn't like click in with the audience, I feel bad because I want to give you guys a really good show. And I think with Gaz, you get a little bit of everything. It was gas. All I see are people complaining, and I'm just like, good. And you know how much that spurs me on to be myself. Um, but you know, you're right, and I, I think people need to understand that. Like, you know, it's not nice to, even if you have a guest and you hear complaints about people. I have fought the corner of some PlayStation um, content creators, um, and then who've actually backstabbed me and quote tweeted some stuff. Sure, uh, same. Yeah. And if I saw them in real life, they get clapped. How dare you do something like that? Like, that's a betrayal. But in terms of, like, general, like, we have to kind of have that free-flowing discourse. And I don't think you should rely on the big influencers. Like, we're not, we're, like, the the ones who get free stuff and just talk about stuff, but then have a real conversation. Oh, if we just sat here and talked about how everything's going to be okay with Xbox, it wouldn't be a very enjoyable show. Like, some of the, some of the critiques that, we've all had about games have kind of straightened the course uh don matrick in the chat with the two dollars says hit the like button or i'm gonna come out of your connect and slap you <laughs> <laughs> yeah hit the oh, like if we can get up to 500 we're we're, we're wrapping up i really appreciate it yeah. yes you've got Sorry. a very busy week ahead you never sleep so yeah. this is a chance for you to uh, promote what you and ace are doing and what you're doing uh on your own for the channel uh yeah. and tell people all that stuff where they can find you yeah, thank you. Sorry, we went to a bit of a tangent there, but just speaking out. Um, uh, That's good. 
Yeah, like UK lad says, gas serves the best waffle. <laughs> I do, I do waffle. That's my identity, and I just speak freely. At least know that I don't fake anything. Um, but generally, sorry, I distracted again. What was the question? Yeah, so what? <laughs> game on outro, outro time. Gameondaily.com. <laughs> Please check it out. Gameondaily.com was created by me and Acer to be an independent site that pulls news from all different sources, so you can then decide what's uh, for you. So please. It's for a community, and if you're a content creator, we let give you the tools to do that. Um, yeah, on the, on the platform, um, and YouTube channel is Game On Daily, one word. Um, if you don't like critique about Xbox, don't watch my last video. Uh, but the next video, I will come after some of these. I will call them clowns because they behave like them, um, and they just need to be called out. So it's a part of the series called The Source, where. Mostly satire, but with some reality in there. It's not my birthday, Mike. But yeah, thank you so much, uh, Cole. Thank you, everyone, and your generous super chats. All of you, Yudani, keeping it real. Happy bomb, as always. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, I would like to get back on the circuit of making videos. Just kind of waiting for something... something Something I don't know. I I want something I can really like dig into, and the news has been pretty quiet, and it will be quiet for a little bit. But uh, like I said, I am excited about. Uh, I don't know. I just get excited about derpy games like Saints Row. I don't know. Uh, there's just some fun stuff that we're going to be playing, and I've been playing a, a bunch of uh, No Man's Sky and a bunch of MLB, which is a super weird baseball kick I'm on again since that's kind of yeah. how I was raised. But uh, I will get back to making videos, and I really appreciate you guys stopping by on a Sunday. To check out the show we need seven more likes to get to 500 if we do that i will throw confetti up to my nostrils on the air <laughs> no. <laughs> but i'm actually the only one who, besides his mom that knows when gaz's actual birthday is so uh, i will let <laughs> you does. know when that happens and we'll have a great celebration uh another another friend of the community is having a birthday here in a couple days i'll let you know when that happens as well but oh. you know thanks everybody for your support uh Thank you. This will be on Spotify and Google and Apple Podcasts. I haven't had timestamps lately, but I think this one needs timestamps. So you should see those. And by now it's too late. You've already checked out the timestamps. This is on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts and Pocket Podcasts. And we're going to get out of here and hit the uh, outro. Have a great holiday. If you're in the U.S., please be safe. Don't blow off your fingers. And if you do, mail them to Gaz at P.O. Box 444-444-444-444. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. That's the one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm naked. That got on the air too. <laughs>